better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. Someone's going to get offended. It's just the way the world works. So to hopefully save everyone a little time and or energy, here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Oh, yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It's the start of the Phillips File. This one for Monday. It's Monday, December 4th in the year 2017. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News, current events, we can do that, of course. Like to do that. Let's talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine and the nature of this program. We'll find many other things to discuss. We always do. So take part of the most listened to the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. You can pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can follow me, of course, on Twitter at Real Jim. And muy importante, you can send us a text at Real Mobile 77031. We'll read it. We'll look at it. We may use it on the air, whether it's just something you pull out of your arse or whether you're responding to something that we're saying on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031, all powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. But on the phones, long distance, toll free, one 978 1041 And for those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Moe's here. She has news uh, after a bit. Yes, sir. We'll comment on that. Jack is back with us after a vacation, after a cruise what? and some other things. Yay, and back. Mr. Pinkman is back in his Woo. normal position. Right after the news with Mo, that bonus round of closest to the pin. Of course, your opportunity to win that You Matter business card guaranteeing you good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose bad luck for 24 hours. Let's see. We've got uh, Jack's audio file today. We've got Monday movie review today. Depending on how long that goes, we'll move closest to the pin. We'll move that around a little bit, the regular round. And Stephen Kramer, attorney at law, comes in for his normal Monday appearance at 6. And we'll find some drive-home music for you last quarter hour and close things out with PPT. Well, of course, the big buzz in town. No question about that is the big win by the University of Central Florida Knights over Memphis. Wow. To take the AAC championship. They're going to the Peach Bowl to play... Auburn and uh, one of the SEC powerhouse uh, teams. So, you know, let's just say this. If UCF manages to defeat Auburn in the Peach Bowl, they're now, they're they're, they're in it. I mean, it's, there's absolutely would be no questions whatsoever about, uh, about um, their place in collegiate football. There's a little bit, uh, there's still a, you know, I was talking to, uh, to, uh, to Jerry O'Neill. From our sister station, right? He said, you know, he travels around and people say, UCF, where's that? 
Mm. <laughs> and he says, duh, Florida. And they mm. go, oh, yeah, okay, where in Florida? And so you still, that's, you know, that's, you know, they, they're making great strides. There's no question about that, but there's a, still a little bit of, you know, if I said, where's East Tennessee State? Uh, I don't know. Mm. You know, or Yukon. Well, I know it's in Connecticut, but mm-hmm. that's about the best I can do. So anyway, um, UCF taking on Auburn in the Peach Bowl. Good for the Knights. Great game. Two great games by the Knights. Week uh, One weekend followed by another weekend of great collegiate football. Maybe two of the best games played this collegiate season, I ever. think. Ever. Yes. Oh, yeah. So exciting. Yeah. Definitely the two best football games I've ever been at. And, it, you know, for a long time I was always about the pros over college, and that is totally no. flipped. There is nothing better in college football. Oh, I'm telling so you, just the atmosphere. Yeah. I mean, it's anybody's game sometimes, you yeah. know. I, I I rarely watch pro football until it gets into the playoffs and Super Bowl, of course. But it's just so mechanical and just mm. so predictable. But collegiate football is uh, is is the best. Now, let's settle some bets with Mr. Pinkman because oh. I think you might owe me some money. Oh, boy. I'm sure of that. I think there was one from last week that he owes me a dollar on. He refuses to pay off. Disagree. I don't know about any of that. But I heard uh, which one was that? Here's what I have. That uh, Prince Harry and Meghan will get married in either Westminster Cathedral or St. Paul's, and they are indeed getting married in... Oh, that's the dollar he Windsor me. Castle. Oh, right. It was me a dollar for I, that. I paid on that. Did oh, you? that was already yeah. paid. Okay, so then we're... Okay, this is okay, good. Because that. that was I, one of the ones where you owed me some money and then okay. it kind of was took it off your I head. heard him make a bet on Friday that he lost at the time he made the bet about whether they would rescind the invitation to President Trump. He didn't Did you pay on that? that? I don't no. think he took that one. What? No, he did. No, I he did took take it. That. He bet that... Uh, Pinkman bet that... Britain would rescind the invitation to President Trump. However, President Trump already declined to go, so therefore they never rescinded. That's so a push. No, no Jim no. wins. They invited him. They never yeah, rescinded. They never they rescinded the invitation. The invitation's still out there. Yeah, he there's just still re- time. <laughs> it's such a loser. You throw your money in the toilet. Yeah, in the okay, toilet, we'll I keep miss that out. Loser. We'll keep that out on the. You're not supposed still to listen on vacation. The ones that the ones <laughs> that are still to be settled is uh, Pinkman bet that UCF would win, which was fine. He would have collected, but then he added by ten. Oh, Pinky, show me a dollar. So that's the one dollar. <laughs> yeah. You should have just shut it. There's another dollar floating around. And then it's within three days of UCF win or lose. Within three days of the UCF game over Memphis, Scott Frost will announce he's going to Nebraska. So it wasn't even three days. It was three minutes into the overtime or whatever, into the first. Yeah, on ESPN. I thought that was kind of it cheesy. It just blabbed it right out. Yeah, I thought that was a little bit cheesy. So it certainly was within three days. Thanks, ESPN. Uh, yeah. So you owe $2, Pinkman, to Jim. Yeah. One well, of the nice things I liked about UCF, and I think this you know, is a testament to the coach and the assistant coaches, Right after after the Memphis quarterback threw that interception that essentially yeah. sealed the win. Yeah, yeah. UCF players went up to that Memphis quarterback and put their arms around his shoulders, like yeah. you know, hey, hey, it happens. You know, good job, right. nice try. You know, great effort. You know, that's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I really, I thought that was that's uh, a classy I, move there. It was, I thought it was uh-huh. very classy. I like. It. Got a lot of respect for that when that happens. But that doesn't negate the fact that he's still leaving. What I also thought was a classy move was he said he's going to coach the bowl game, which is certainly not expected. You know, he could have just let them out there flopping around with whoever that is left. But right. He said he's going to yeah, go to the Peach him. Bowl. Yeah. So that was kind of it. Happy, happy, happy. Mm. Kind of, sort of. 
Mm, except Nebraska in the winter when you're freezing your ass off. Yeah, well, no. five million dollars a year, you can find a nice condo in Florida. I guess you get a nice blanket yeah. for that. He's, yeah. uh, he's familiar with Nebraska climate. I understand. You know? His wife and new baby may not be, but he is. Yeah, well, when you're sitting in that, uh, you know, five million dollars can yeah. find you some some nice place to live in Lincoln, Nebraska. Oof. I might cup a tea, but Just sounds awful. I'm not making five million dollars a year. Doesn't it sound awful? Bet your money goes Lincoln, Nebraska. There. Yeah, you and Larry, the cable were, guy, hanging out. I, I think if you were a former <laughs> uh, quarterback for Nebraska and took a national championship, and you always wanted to be a coach, I think it sounds pretty sweet. Well, you're going home as the you know yeah. big man on campus, no question. Yeah, <laughs> I don't can't blame him for that. It's one of those jobs in those one of those places where you're pretty much like the king. King of the county there. King of the castle. You know, wh- the whatever castle. you do, it, it's like it, everything is like they throw rose petals at your feet. Whatever you do, you're the man. Is that the capital? Lincoln, the capital in Nebraska? Yes. I believe so, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you got that going on and it's, uh, and yeah, that's a, yeah, what else are you going to do? I it's mean, one of those uh, cities where college, uh, you know, college uh, sports rules yeah, the day. That's, so That's always yeah. been, right. I've always believe kind of a problem for UCF because it's not a university town per se. Gainesville is, Tallahassee is to a certain degree. Miami, even though it has a strong following. Yeah. Mm-mm, not so much. You know, they turn out a crowd though for a collegiate football game. But uh, you know, they've got the Dolphins, they've got the Heat, they've yeah. got some other things going on, Marlins and whatever. So it's like yeah. yes, it's everybody rallies around Miami when they're doing well. <laughs> well congratulations to the University of Central Florida Night. You want to make any predictions well, or set any bets, Mr. Pinkman, about the uh, Peach Bowl? And can there's I, plenty of time before that game. Can I propose one? Sure. Oh boy. I propose that Scott Frost will not coach UCF in the bowl game. You what? know something. What? He does uh, know come something. On. Yeah, he knows something. Well that's yeah. no I thought good. That was, I thought wait, hold on. And stop stop the presses. Hit the button. I thought that was a given. I thought he said he would. Did he rescind? He might have said he would, but does UCF want him to? Oh, there's oh. that. Oh, oh my. Really? Oh, my. Yeah. Fascinating. I saw Keith Morris and Dateline on Friday. <laughs> You're now back best. in that thing. You're back in I it. I love Dateline. Nonstop. That's my, that's, my, uh, that's my guilty pleasure, Dateline. Quality. Yeah. He's the best. Oh, my. <laughs> He's really good. It's creepy a little bit. His voice He's is a little a- creepy. He's Leave creepy. Him alone, he's a little creepy. He makes day. He's the best. They have he like keeps three or four different correspondents for Dayline. He's the best. There's no question about it. He always gets the two hour episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they give him the they give him the cream of the crop. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying that's mm-hmm. true. Who right. else? Who else anchors Dateline though? It's, it's the Craig, other guy, Greg Melvin, yeah. guy and that, uh, that, that lady, woman, that lady that's that does no it. Yeah. Female correspondent. Yeah. And they got a couple other guys. Lester Holt. No, Lester. Not anymore. He's, he's the host of the show. Right. Same thing. I thought I saw Craig Melvin. You said, "Who's is that?" And I said, hey, "You know, that's no, he, sometimes no, he does Craig, Dateline." I've never seen Craig Melvin do Dateline. Yeah, dude. The Friday Dateline. I don't know which <laughs> one. I've never seen Craig. They Melvin. run it on uh, like overnight, the middle of the night. No, that's a different Dateline. No, it's the same. That's like Dateline weekend. I bet. Yeah. Well, we'll make some bets about the uh, <laughs> about the Peach Bowl. I like everybody to notice that I have my UCF visor on today. You're so proud. No, no, yeah, yeah, you're sporting yeah. your visor colors. Wear Good a for man. you. On uh, on the on, on the show. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. today it's uh, UCF, and just want to repeat once again for mm. those of you who missed it on Friday, I've issued a general apology. Ooh, I've apologized in general. It covers everything I've done in the past and everything in the future. It's just a general apology, and uh, on all subjects. 
It doesn't everything. work like that. Oh, I thought it was specifically about UCF. No, it's about everything. Oh, okay. No, it's about it. no, no. everything. Oh, I just you know, gotcha. Just to, just to cover everything. Gotcha, Mister Lauer. Thank you. It just doesn't work. I've apologized. <laughs> I've apologized. I've you know yep. so. You don't need to get down to specifics, but it's just out there. <laughs> no. So, yeah, general apology. That seems Thank a little shallow. Much. I just need one year. It oh, might be shallow, God. but it's still a general apology. It's the Phillips <laughs> File on Real Radio 104.1. Let's get a check of the news. Here's Mo. Jim, the news brought to you on this Monday by McDonald's. I'm loving it. A couple of hours ago, Jim, a local congressperson, former congressperson, Corinne Brown, has been sentenced to five years in prison, followed by three of probation. That's all. For fraud and other charges. That's eight in toto. Apparently, she had a charity for poor kids that she used as a personal slush fund. Oh, cooks the books and lies to her constituents yeah. for her own personal use, yep. and she only gets five years? Five years in prison. A federal judge mm. sentenced her in Jacksonville today. She cry. For that, uh, probably. Have her uh, wig on? I, I'm sure of that, yeah. She represented Jacksonville and this very, very specific snaky district, including some people in Central Florida. It stretched all the, She was in Congress for 25 years. Mm -hmm. She was one of the first three African-Americans to be elected to Congress from Florida since Reconstruction. It's a crook. And it turns out that the jury, federal jury now in May, convicted her of 18 of 22 charges against her which included fraud, lying on her taxes, and on her congressional financial disclosure papers. So it, was, it wasn't just a couple of dollars. It was hundreds of thousands of dollars that she said was going into One Door for Education Foundation, but she spent it on lavish parties, trips, and shopping. Five years, that's nothing. Her Probably fo- be out in three, or does she have to serve yeah. a mandatory five? I don't know, but she, I do know that her former chief of staff yeah. and the executive director of this said charity accepted a plea deal and squealed on her and testified against her actually in court. So she was cooked from once they, you know, had some kind of plea deal Mm. and started singing like a canary. Funny how that works. Yep. Yep, that is correct. Anyway, so uh, Corinne Brown. Now, my question is, is not that this is the sentence harsh enough or is, you know, she going to serve in Jacksonville, Orlando? My question has always been since this came up, will she be allowed to wear a wig in prison? Because she is known for her wigs. I think it depends on the prison, maybe. I don't know. Is it a woman's prison? Is it a Jacksonville a prison? I no. She'd I be in a minimum security be. prison. Mm-hmm. She'd be out in three. And then three years probation. Yeah. Yeah. Probably might have some money squirreled away someplace. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Whatever. Now let's move on, shall we, to the Time Magazine's Person of the Year. They put this out every year, but before it is revealed, they give us the short list of of candidates that they were considering for that, including the Trumpster. 
Special counsel Robert Mueller, mm. Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos, no. Bezos. No. That, Maybe. Man, I don't know. Sometimes, Maybe. you know, they do. They actually don't always have to have a person per se. In the case of the next candidate, it's the hashtag Me Too movement. And it's not a, it doesn't have to be a positive impact. It could be a negative no, impact. No, that's... Uh, how Adolf about, Hitler was Time Magazine's Man of the Year. How once. about the next one? North Korea's Kim Jong-un. Maybe. There's a perfect example. Yeah, maybe. Mm. How about this? Former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick. Mm. How about the president of China, Xi Jinping? No. Or the so-called dreamers are, are on the short no. list. How about that time when they put the stupid shiny paper on that it was, and said it's you? It's that me. was stupid. That was dopey. Uh, they, <laughs> the Saudi crown prince, uh, Mohammed bin Salman, and also, finally, Patty Jenkins, the director of Wonder Woman. No, sorry. All right, they will reveal. I'm not saying now, she's not deserving of an award, but come on. Ten people on the short list. Uh, they will reveal the person of the year, the official person of the year. Want to make any bets? On the NBC Today oh. show. I thought that was a bet worthy, yeah. I think it comes down to between Trump and Kim Jong-un. Maybe they'll share it. Oh, God. Rocket Man? <laughs> yeah. BFFs. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think they have a nuclear war to decide who wins. Ooh. I don't think that's a good <laughs> idea at all, actually. No. Uh, I was thinking, you know, with what's been going on in the news and how much publicity people are getting for various things. Yeah. And, you know, the whole sexual harassment thing made me think at first the, the Me Too movement. Then I thought, no. Too late. How about Robert Mueller? Because Maybe. all of the, you know, this, like just last week with what's his name? Uh, yeah. Not Michael Matt. Flynn. Flynn. Yes. Uh, not Manafort, but Michael Flynn and all of that. It's because it's very timely. Maybe. And I don't know if that's it. Oh, you anyway, know who will flip out? Of course. He will flip. Spin out of control. Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. Like a, like a, the Tasmanian devil. He will turn into the Tasmanian devil from the cartoons. And, and just spin whir- it around. Whirl around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a whirling dervish. He will. That's right, right. Anyway, they announced their short list this morning for the person who yeah. has. Now, here's how they define it. Most influenced the news and the world in the Ooh. past year for good or for ill. So Kim Jong-un. I don't know. In recent it years. Could be the, the Trumpster. Now, the title. Was he ever man of the year? Mm. I know he had. Trump? The last, fake. Was it he last had, year? Was he? I know he had the fake ones that yes, were plastered all over Mar a Lago. Mm. He had the fake man of the year, but I have one of those too. Wait, he had fake He had fake Time magazine covers, but what did it say person of the year? I think so. Oy. Maybe. Was, I don't know. I don't know. Look. He was person of the year last, last year. Last year. I had a yes. top hat on. Because he won the election. Oh, person. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. The title has been bestowed upon groups or concepts yeah. like the whistleblowers one year were, were persons of the year and the endangered earth was persons of the year. It was, it was weird. So they've had weird people and groupings. Yeah, so we'll see what the deal is there. Six, count them, six Florida colleges or universities are going to the bowl games. The college football bowl lineup announced yesterday includes our own UCF against Auburn in the Peach Bowl on Atlanta on New Year's Day. University of Miami taking on Wisconsin in the Orange Bowl on December 30th, not on New Year's Day. Elsewhere, Florida State, believe it or not, is invited to something Where called they going? the Independence Bowl yeah, okay. to play Southern Mississippi. The name bowl. Uh, US, Who's coming here? USF. Oh, just uh, wait. Do you know Mo? No. USF faces Texas Tech in the Birmingham Bowl. FIU meets Temple in the Gasparilla Bowl. Jim, there's two bowls here in Orlando. Right. Yeah, and so one will be a little earlier, and that will feature that. That's the Camping World Bowl on December twenty eighth. Virginia Tech versus Oklahoma State, mm. five fifteen p.m. on December twenty eighth. However, 
on January 1st. Yeah. The Citrus Bowl. That's a big deal. At Camping World Stadium, 1 p.m., Notre Dame versus LSU. Ooh, that's a big game. That's a big game. That is a game I would go to if UCF was not playing at the exact same time in the Peach Bowl. Are you going to Atlanta? I thought about it, but I'll probably watch it on television. It's a long drive. Mm, That's true. Seven anything. hours. How much does it cost to fly to Atlanta? You can get Not cheapy on Southwest. Then you got to get in the tickets, hour. and it's in that new Mercedes oh, Benz yeah, Dome. True, yeah, it's, it's nice. Fancy. Well, let's go. It's fancy. As it's a matter of fact, Jim, UCF students and alumni—not yeah. like Jack and Pinkman, but other alumni who care about their school—are looking. Whoa, 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 cum laude, baby! Hey. I supported them every step of the way. I will Same. T- I will tell you this, except for week one for Pinkman. Okay. Well, if they, if you really cared, you would be joining your fellow students and alum for lining up early this morning for the chance to get tickets to see the undefeated Knights play Auburn on New Year's Day. I did that. Uh, it says here the coach will be coaching, despite being hired away by Nebraska. Mm, so that's what know. it says in AP. Maybe the university has something to say about that. Let me take a little break. More <laughs> news with Mo. The birthday's upcoming. The uh, food of the day as oh, well. Yes. Uh, bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Back to the news and the birthdays. Here's Mo. Oh, thank you. The Today is December 4th, believe it or not. December 4th, 2017. And today... 2017? I know. Whoa. It's shocking, right? How'd that happen? You should write 2018 on some of your uh, checks as you go into... Ah, uh, God. Anybody even write checks anymore? Mm, nope. Even no. I don't write checks anymore. No, I don't think so. <laughs> they have something called electronic banking, Jim, and you just whoop, send it right away. Even I don't write checks. I'm saying. Happy, okay, not happy birthday, but it is December 4th, 2017, and it is National Cookie Day. Ooh. Oatmeal raisin. Don't eat that uh, cookie batter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Bad for you. E. coli. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they say it's bad for you, and then other times they say it's it's fine. They never say it's good for you. Well, they say, you know, a little taste. You're not going to kill yourself. Yeah, tell that to the people. The 40 people died. Well, the people were eating whole logs of it, I understand. No, they eat a little bitty bite, and all of a sudden, boom, they're in the hospital, intensive care, mm. all hooked up to machines. No, I don't like that. Well, anyway, Do happen- not resuscitate tattooed on their Stop chest. Stop it, I have that story coming up, thank you. Don't be a spoiler. Spoiler alert. Nope. Uh, today's National Cookie Day, whether it's an Oreo or a chocolate chip or uh, what else? What's another favorite cookie? Toll Oatmeal House. raisin, Toll House. Yeah, that's like chocolate Toll chip. I'll make Toll House. Peanut butter. Yeah. Peanut butter cookie people like, yeah. Oh, that, what's the yeah. kind with the Hershey's Kiss they put in the middle? Oh, that drop one? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Chocolate what... drop. Those are okay. Those are good Christmas cookies. How about a black and white? Those are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's too much for icing for you. I know. No, that's like um, reggae it's a, music. It's a classic. Little about two, a lot I don't want anymore. You're going to have one. You yeah. can eat 30 minutes worth of them. <laughs> Yeah, a couple of minutes, <laughs> just, it's just too much sugar. But don't go in the pool uh, after you have. All right, listen. Uh, made it mm-hmm. I did. I heard it. Uh, the 27, <laughs> that wasn't that laughable. There was a 27-year-old was right. college, uh, I'm sorry, high school soccer coach who ran away with a 17-year-old girl last week. He had to appear before a judge today in upstate New York. He Oops. was caught and arrested this weekend. So far, he's charged with interference with child custody, but more charges could be coming. The girl is back at her home in Jacksonville area, and details of exactly what happened are still being determined. Why'd she run around? Uh, oh, away. Oh, run away with him. him. Yeah. I love, but, but I love, I love him. him. I don't know. Might have a troubled childhood. Mm. He was offering her the, the world on was a stream. Was it a, you know, a home know. not too uh, loved by, uh, you know, parents? And, mm. and I don't know. Or he sometimes. could have been a child, you know, kidnapper well, person. I'm not approving of it. I I'm don't simply know. saying. She's 17. Doctors at the Children uni- run away from their homes for yeah. various reasons, not just because it's a lark. 
It caused a lot of conversation in my household. This story down from the University of Miami, where the doctors are describing today how a tattoo recently complicated a life and death decision. They actually wrote in the New England Journal of Medicine, the premier medical journal in this country. Gemma. And yeah, they say that a 70 year old man was admitted to Miami's Jackson Memorial Hospital with septic shock. And he was Ew. fading fast. And his heartbeat was slowing, and he was slowly going out. And then they open up his shirt, and there, in ink, permanently tattooed on his chest, it was a tattoo that read, Do Not Resuscitate, with his signature also tattooed on him. How do you do that? They, the, the guy tattooed his Well, it's sig- not his signature. Well, yeah, I guess they traced be... it. I don't no, know. Maybe. I'm just saying, after know. a... Well, di- wouldn't they- it be backwards? They began a furious search. When they found the paperwork, then they did it. That's fine. you got to have yeah. the paperwork. Yeah. But I think Pinkman said, or, or Fritz, well, last week, maybe it was the name of a band. You don't know. You can't. Oh, wow. Not not such, all right, hey, label, let them die. I knew I heard about this somewhere before. It was on the file last After a week. debate over whether to go ahead with life-saving treatment. Now she's repeating her own news? No, 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 no. There's more news. There's uh, more information. What's new about it? Huh? What's new about the, what's new about the story? Well, the, it was removable ink. No, <laughs> no, that would it be interesting. No, it, they, they say it continues to have ripple effects on what people do. Social workers, they're having the conversation. Medical doctors, they're having the conversation. I know we had it in my house. What conversation? About Don't ethics. Don't get a tattoo. And the hospital ethics consultants. And what do you do? Obey the tattoo? Let the man die? What do you do when you... It, it could take no. two hours to track down the paperwork. Sorry, you got to have paperwork. I'm sorry. Yeah. Tattoo? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. That's the modern way, you know. The modern way? Uh-huh. This guy's 70 years old. Well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. The president, Jim, uh, is officially endorsing Alabama Senate candidate Roy Moore. Child molester. Probably got that tattoo before Which anybody one? was even talking about living oh. wills. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, the president, uh, the Trumpster, Jim, officially lends his support and phone calls to um, Roy Moore. Uh, The president had a positive call with the guy during which they discussed the state of the Alabama Senate race, and the president endorsed Moore's campaign. Well, I bet that was a thrilling conversation. In Alabama, several women, Jim, I think it's up to four now, have accused Roy Moore, who is a Republican, of making unwanted sexual advances when they were teenagers, 14, 16 years old. Moore says he is honored to get the endorsement of the president and reporters keep asking him questions and he cracks the window just an inch and he refuses to say anything. And he rolls up the window. I saw a reporter saying he has tracked him down several times going into a speech, going out of a speech. They they like run after him to get a comment and he rolls up the windows. He doesn't want anything to do with any questions. He has not had a press conference for about three weeks. Are you talking about Moore? Yeah, Roy Moore. No, no, Roy Moore. Uh, back to the president, though, he is offering a very harsh assessment. Did we bet on that one? Of what? Uh, I yes, think I Roy bet Moore. he would win. Mm, you, you did. Roy Moore will win. You can't you follow the polls. They say they're all over the place. Uh, oh, boy. You have that bet right here, yes. Roy Moore wins. It's UV Pinky. Uh, back to the Trumpster, Jim. He is offering a very harsh assessment of the FBI, and that pisses off a lot of people in the Justice Department. Certainly the FBI. Uh, certainly the FBI. You know, my Uncle Blanky was an oh, FBI agent. Oh, my God. You don't say. Don't start, Pinkman. I've never heard this one before. No, I think you might have. All right. The Trumpster says that the FBI ruined a former national security advisor's life, Michael Flynn, while Hillary got off scot-free. Whenever he gets backed into a corner, he throws out the Hillary thing. Trump spoke to reporters briefly before departing for Utah today and explained why he is decimating the National Monument Program. 
Uh, but they asked him, of course, about Flynn pleading guilty to lying to the FBI. And he said he's a great man. Great man. Flynn is a great man. And then he went right to Hillary. Hillary lied and this and that. And get the over thing. it. When are you going to get I over it? I can't no, wait for the midterms. I was talking to somebody earlier when I was Catherine who I was talking to. I said, you know, a lot of people, I think we've mm. just gotten so much Trump fatigue. And I think we just say to ourselves, oh. we're just waiting for the midterms. Please. That's all. We're just going to turn out. Democrats and independents mm. are going to turn out. And certainly there will be a change in the House of Representatives. And you will face articles of impeachment now. Right. Can we do the same for the Senate? Mm-mm. I don't know. Maybe. House and Senate Republicans, Jim, still need to hammer out their differences in two tax bills before a final measure can be sent to the White House for uh, a signature. Both bills would significantly lower the corporate tax rate, but for the rest of us, I just don't know. They might get now, a little tax break for a, 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 you know, a few years, years yeah. and then that comes to an end. But the corporate oh, tax rate permanent. remains in effect. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is the top corporations in the United States, uh, virtually, they pay no virtually pay no taxes at all the senate bill I does mean, you got to come to that understanding there's so many loopholes you think they're really pouring money into the treasury come on no uh for some reason i was awake at 2 a.m on saturday when they had the final vote it was 51 to 49 friday think night it was gonna be into saturday well one person did flip uh, a republican i think it was cork or jeff flake or somebody flipped yeah uh so it wasn't 52 to 48 it was 51 49 uh, the vice president was there just in case it was 50-50, so he could have broken the tie. He's a piece of work. He's not out of harm's way either when mm. it comes to this Russian thing. I don't know. But I will tell you, here are some differences, highlights of how it impacts individual taxpayers like us, the regular guy. Um, the Senate bill cuts the top individual now tax rate to 38.5%. Right now it's 39-something, so it would apply to married couples making more than a million. It caps property tax deductions at 10000 Yeah. Um, That's pissing people off, especially yep. in a lot of the blue states. To compensate for wiping out your personal exemptions, the Senate bill boosts the standard deduction next year. But the Senate bill does kill personal exemptions, um, meaning that you can't take, in, you know, in some cases, you can't take your property taxes off. You can't take medical off. You can't take charitable off. Some you of the things. Your state taxes. You can't take the interest on your student nope, loans. None of it. A whole bunch of damn things. This yeah. will come back to bite them. Right now, the Senate, I'm telling you, right? I'm just, you know, just take a deep breath, everybody. You know, he sends mm-hmm. out these tweets. Everybody's spinning out of control. The the chickens will come home to roost. You know, you're gonna have to wait for another little less than a year, and then he's the Republican Party's in for a big, big surprise. I, I think. I don't know. I I I really do. I think there's. I think a lot of the you know people who can't stand Trump are just sitting back now. Said, "Geez, you know, I'm gonna catch my breath." No reason to get so angry. I'll take it out on them at the polls. I think that's going to happen. I may yeah. be way off on that, but I, I don't think so. I'll put money on that one. Oof. I don't know about money anymore. I'm just so discouraged. I mean, but we'll see. We will certainly see. You're going to be able to deduct uh, the interest on the mortgage on that carriage house of yours? I don't have a carriage house. <laughs> I don't have any of that. I wish I did, but I don't. What do you call it? Servant's quarters? No, I don't have a servant. I don't have a servant's quarter. I don't have anything. I have, I have nothing. I have one house, and that's it. You have room for a football team in that no, house. I got nothing. No, I don't. Uh, what I will tell you is the... Um, My cruise ship was smaller than your house. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's commenting on the president and his uh, Access Hollywood tape? Who? The guy he was talking to on the Access oh, Hollywood tape. Billy Bush now yeah. has reared his head after being shamed and fired from NBC. Yeah, I wrote an apology. I don't know whether it's 
the New Yorker, New York right, Times. Po- right. And now, because the president says that wasn't me now, he's saying it wasn't me <laughs> on the Access Hollywood tape. <laughs> like Usher or Nelly, wasn't me, wasn't me. I forget who it was, but it wasn't me. That was Shaggy. Oh, Shaggy. That's what I meant to say, Shaggy. <laughs> uh, president Trump is reportedly walking back his admission that he made lewd comments about Access Hollywood. Well, guess what? Uh, Billy Bush says, oh, no. He said, I was fired. This is what happened. Uh, I I heard him say to me that he's allowed to grab women's private parts because he's famous. Fake he's, news. He's Billy allowed Bush. To- Who wants to believe him? Said. He got fired. Bush calls Trump's new claims <laughs> revisionist history. Yeah. And believe somebody who got fired? He <laughs> says that. But uh, that's why he was fired. That's right. Because of that tape. Uh, yeah. Uh, really? it turns out is that, that the reason? Billy Bush says that the Trumpster's new claims that this is all phony baloney is revisionist history and said that the reports that Trump now is denying it was him on the bus uh, hit a nerve with him. Well, whose voice does he think it is? He's just Jay saying, Leno. He's saying it's not me. <laughs> uh, the Rich president, Mr. President, whose voice do you think it is? <laughs> the president apologized for it. And said, yes, it's me. And now he's saying, no, it's not me. It's Frank Caliendo. I don't know. It's, you know, it's Guido Calamari. I don't know who it is, but he says it's not him. Guido Calamari. I don't know who it is. Look at this. How you doing? Hey, How you doing? Hey, look at this. I cover your face with some marinade. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah, it's like gabagool to you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then we lay it out with some gabagool. <laughs> some lasagne. <laughs> and lasagne. Drop the LS letters on some of this stuff. Uh, George- clams with red sauce. <laughs> George Strait, Jim. That's <laughs> uh, called gravy red oh. sauce, right? Yeah. George Strait is being honored as Texan of the Year by the Texas legislature. The group announced their decision today, citing George Strait. He, they call him a legend's work at helping Hurricane Harvey victims. They call him now Texan of the Year. Yeah. The chairman of this conference says that George Strait has raised plenty of awareness about the plight of Harvey's victims and has encouraged Texans and all Americans to step up and help. He will get the award in March. All his exes live in Texas. That's what he said. That's yeah. why he hangs his hat in Tennessee. Got that oh, right. my. Points. The latest Dixie. Uh, the latest Disney Pixar movie remains the top movie in the U.S. and Canada. It's called Coco. It earned another $26 million in its second week in theaters. It's now up to $108 million. It's the Mexican. It's Coco. the story about the Mexican uh, kid. Uh, coming in second at the box office is Justice League, Mexico. which has a jillion you know, dollars worth of tickets sold since its debut. Rounding out the top five, number three, Wonder, number four, Thor, Ragnarok, and number five, Daddy's Home 2. Nee. Lame. What? Nee. Eh, what? Eh. That's Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. That's and- no good. Coco oh. might be the best movie out of... All of these things? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Mel Gibson's in it. Yeah, it takes place in New Mexico. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. They used all Mexican people in it. They use all Mexican music in it. They use uh, all Mexican colors for the animation. I don't know mm-hmm. what Mexican colors means. What yeah. is that Mexican right? sounds? No, no, that's green, <laughs> red, oh, yeah, green. yellow. No, uh-huh. thank you. Tortilla. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Entertainers. Real. See. <laughs> yeah. Entertainers honored at the Kennedy. Entertainers do. Oh, standing place. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, boy, there's chickens and everyone. Entertainers honored at the Kennedy Center are agreeing with President Trump that he did the right thing by staying home. <laughs> Sunday night's uh, Kennedy Center honors recognized legendary TV producer and writer Norman Lear, award-winning singers Gloria Estefan and Lionel Richie, rapper and actor LL Cool J, and a dancer, Carmen Delavalade. No. 
Carmen de la Village. So what was his excuse for not going? The White House announced in August that Trump and First Lady Melania would not attend so they could enjoy the honors without any political distraction. All right. He's the first president in a very long time not to honor at the Kennedy Honors, or, but he didn't I go. don't know. May, I think maybe the honor, and he did the honorable thing, is not Stay providing home. the distraction. Stay home. I mean, he did the... He made the right call there. That was something nice about President Trump. Oh, man. Uh, so was somebody booze you a little bit. So was you're the president. Kennedy honors. It would look. be a distraction. Everyone looking at him, making jokes. They're going to look at him anyway. Making jokes. Yeah. He's making jokes. Uh, the people the honoring the comedian. The Kennedy Center is in D.C. I know. Right? I watch it every... It's my favorite That's two hours of television every yeah. year. Uh, it's so exciting. They have the... Cream of the crop there, and the president and first lady are in the box. It's very exciting. But anyway, this year he won't be at the thing. You won't get to see this thing until later in December on CBS. It will be The Kennedy Center Honors will be broadcast on December 26th. Uh, and now another industry is, uh, and another celebrity is being accused of inappropriate uh, sexual touching and all of that. And now we move over to the symphony in the Philharmonic world. What? Yeah, this and the opera. You know, like all of this classical music world is not exempt from this either. The Metropolitan Opera says it has suspended. This is the Met in New York. I saw that Mozart in the jungle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, not I that haven't. Guy. No, that that was guy. a pretty good program. Yeah, but that guy is fine. Oh. Get your hands off my bossa nova. <laughs> Blame it on the bossa nova. <laughs> the Metropolitan Opera in New York, Jim, is suspending its famed conductor, James Levine, amid allegations he sexually abused a teenage boy for decades. Ooh. Oh, jeez. It made its announcement last night on Facebook. The alleged victim filed a police report with an Illinois police department because he was the Chicago opera or the chicago philharmonic or something for years and years and years this kid now grown up of course filed his um police report in october of last year in in 16 conductor levine who was with the he was the lead conductor for the met for 40 years before retiring last year was slated to conduct several performances this season however there is no comment yet from the maestro uh happy happy birthday today speaking of maestro Happy, happy birthday today to Jay-Z. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know who he is. I just mentioned him in another moment. Yeah. He's uh, 51. Oh, please. Happy, happy birthday! Go. 40. Really? Oh, I got to navigate those waters. 46? Jack, 48. I'll take nice. it. Points. Yes. Damn. Nice. Happy, happy birthday! Sad. How about Marissa Tomei? Oh. From my cousin Vinny and yeah. stuff? Yeah. Yeah, from The Wrestler. Yeah, she that was in too. that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah How long does it take thing. to make a grit? 50. Yeah. How old? 50? Yes. 54. Uh, 52. Pinkman and Jim Split, she's 53. Oh. Happy <laughs> and finally, uh, well, we just talked about him. Uh, Jeff Bridges. Oh, no, we talked about Jeff Daniels. Sorry. Jeff Bridges, this is. Not Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Not Jeff Daniels. Jeff Bridges. Sorry. Son of Lloyd Bridges, Bo Bridges. I know who he you is. Know, brother More of Bo. successful brother of Bo. Uh, easy, fella, easy. That's true. That's rude. 67. Oh, please. Uh, 69. 68? On the dot, Jackie. Oh, yeah. is that how happen. we start the oh, week? Oh, my goodness. Oh, you boxed him in, pink man. Oh. Things were better when you weren't here. Oh, oh it feels so nice. good. It feels Take a little so break when we come back. And open up the lines. We'll choose one of you to play against Pinkman and a bonus round of closest to the pin. If you win, good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose 24 hours of bad luck. All upcoming next 
on Real Radio 104.1. Talking on the radio, not your thing? You can do this, you can do this, you can do this. There's an easier way. It's called texting. 77031. Real Mobile. It's real easy. Real Mobile is powered by David Moss Toyota. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, Paul's on the line. He'll play against Pinkman in this bonus round of closest to the pin. Paul's looking to win that You Matter business card that will guarantee him good fortune for the rest of his life. Paul also knows if he loses to Pinkman, bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, if you will head to the soundproof booth, we'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to set your handicap. Let's get Paul on the line. Paul, how are you today? I'm good. How are you doing, Jim? Pretty good, Paul. I've got 10 questions for you. You know the way this game is played. Each question segues into another. Don't worry about that. Just answer to the best of your ability. I need a countdown for Paul, please, and keep score. Here you go. In three, two, one, begin. Paul, Republican Mitt Romney of Utah is thinking about running for a U.S. Senate seat. How old is Romney? 66. What's the population of Utah? Uh... 2.4 Talk about mitts. What's the suggested retail price for a Rawlings Gold Glove baseball mitt, model R66265-9B? $69. The Rawlings Sports Equipment Company was founded in what year? 1929. Rawlings got its start in St. Louis, Missouri. What's the population of St. Louis? 5.8 million. Charles Lindbergh flew the spirit of St. Louis across the Atlantic Ocean in what year? 1950. It took Lindbergh how many hours to fly from Long Island, New York to Paris? 17. In miles, how long is Long Island from Queens to Montauk? 140. The rock band Queen released the album News of the World in what year? 1982. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Freddie Mercury was alive and was a crow in London, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Blackpool, England? 110. Time. All right. Hold how many on, miles Paul. to win? Within 25. Within what? Okay. In 25. Because mm-hmm. Mr. Pinkman, Mr. Pinkman will be rolling the dice. We set his handicap normally at 15. But we allow him to roll the dice, and whatever he rolls will take off 15, and that will be his so, handicap for today. Right. So it benefits Mr. Pinkman to roll a high number, and it benefits the rest of the world for a low Nine. number. Mr. Pinkman, if you'll roll your dice, please. Okay. Uh-huh. Benefit neither group. Oh, wait, what do you got? There? I got oh, a damn. Nine. That's a nine. Ooh, wow. That's pretty wow. good for Pinkman. Wow. It's only a six-second handicap. I have uh, ten questions for you. Okay? Come on. Okay. Ready? Yes. All right. Count down for Mr. Pinkman, please. Here we go. In three, <laughs> two, one, begin. Pinky, Republican Mitt Romney of Utah is thinking about running for a U.S. Senate seat. How old is Romney? 60. What's the population of Utah? Uh, Four million. Talk about mitts. What's the suggested retail price for a Rawlings Gold Glove baseball mitt model R66265-9B? Forty-six, thirty-two. The Rawlings Sports Equipment Company was founded in what year? 
1879. Rawlings got a start in St. Louis, Missouri. What's the population of St. Louis? Uh, 1.2 million. Charles Lindbergh flew the spirit of St. Louis across the Atlantic Ocean in what year? 1943. It took Lindbergh how many hours to fly from Long Island, New York to Paris? Uh, 32. In miles, how long is Long Island from Queens to Montauk? Uh, let's go with 63 months. The rock band Queen released the album News of the World in what year? 1981. Get it within 25, you went out, right? If Freddie Mercury was alive and was a crow in London, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Blackpool, England? Uh, 47 Time. miles. Time. Should I stop the clock now? Okie dokie. Here we go. How old is Mitt Romney? Paul said. 66. Pinkman. 60. He's 70. Oh, I knew that. Paul What's the population of Utah? Him. Paul said. 2.4 million. Pinkman. Four million. Three point one two million. That's Paul then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang Talk it. about mitts. What's the suggested retail price for a Rawlings Gold Glove baseball mitt model R six six two six five dash nine B? The the B Paul one. Said, yeah. He said sixty nine dollars. Pinkman. Forty six dollars thirty two cents. Four hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Whoa, it's the gold one. That's it's why. the official. That's the a major one. league baseball yeah, glove. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the I one to know. have. All right. The Rawlings Sports Equipment Company, founded in what year, Paul said? 1929. Pinkman. 1879. 1887. Ooh, so close, Pinky. You're on the board. Rawlings uh, Rawlings got a start in St. Louis, Missouri. What's the population of St. Louis, Paul said? 5.8 million. Pinkman. 1.2 mil. No, it's 319,000. Pinkman now has two. Charles Lindbergh flew the spirit of St. Louis across the Atlantic Ocean in what year, Paul said? 1950. Pinkman. 43. What's wrong with you guys? It was 1927. Uh, I knew that. And no one gets a point. That's right. Too far off. Game is tied. It took Lindbergh how many hours? I might have come up with a new rule. I mean, if people are so far off, no points are awarded. It took Lindbergh how many hours to fly from Long Island, New York to Paris? Paul said. 17 hours. Pinkman. 32. 33. What? God dang it. Now you, that's you. I know, but oh. that, I, oh, you so had, it was almost Three on to the go. Money. Yeah, okay. In miles, how long is Long Island from Queens to Montauk? Paul said. 140. Pinkman. 63. 115. Oops. That's uh, him. Yeah. So it's tied up again. It's four Two to all. go. Yeah. The rock band Queen released the album News of the World in what year? Paul said. Oh, they were so close on this one. Paul said 82. Pinky said 81. 19. 77. Oh, <gasps> Pinky squeaked Was it out. Is that the one with the scary robot on the cover? I don't know. Get it within 25, you win outright. Oh, Paul can still win it. If Freddie Mercury was alive and was a crow in London, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Blackpool, England? Paul said. 110 miles. Pinkman said. 47. Freddie Mercury, God bless him if he were alive today. Oh, Oliver Scholl. And he was in London. If he wanted to flap his wings and fly to Blackpool, mm-hmm. he would have to fly 239 miles. He gets it. It's tied. 230. That means Paul gets it. It's 5-5. Five, five. So we go to time. Oh, boy. He's not close enough to win it outright. Correct. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to time. Uh, Paul answered in one minute, 20 seconds. Oh, 120. Okay, Pinkman. only a six-second handicap. Uh-oh. Pinkman wins. What would he get? Yeah, like 106. Oh. Makes it 112. He wins by eight seconds. Okay. Ah, Jesus, another Paul. listener gets screwed. Nice no. try, though. That's the way it goes. You played fair and square, but you lose. Bad Boo. luck for you oh. for 24 hours. Boo. Thanks for playing that bonus round of closest to the pin. Remember, wow. close only Where? counts in horseshoes yeah. and grenades and closest to the pin. Speaking, yeah. speaking of getting pin. screwed, did you guys play... Uh, Fritz on the street last week, or did you cancel? No, we played. We played, and Damn you and it. I are tied. Get out of here! Yeah, <laughs> yeah I won. Pinky. Wait a minute. 
What was my lead over you? We were up by five or six. Oh, really? We only got five points. Mm -hmm. Whatever it was, we were tied. Really pissed. I was pissed off the whole time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was funny. Thanks for reminding me. Now (laughs) good night to the thing. Those scars from the fingernails digging digging into her palms. I was like, no. Oh, wow, we're tied. This is great. I've never been third before. I'm so happy. Yeah, the R six six two six five nine B. No, it's the gold. You didn't say. The, did you say gold? I said Rawlings gold. Gold. Well, that's when they should have known. Yeah, four, I think four or five different levels of baseball mitts, and the gold uh, level of Rawlings mitts are the best. Mm-hmm. I think that's the mitt that's provided the St. Louis Cardinals free. Mm-hmm. Think they can have a new mitt every time they want to play? Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't think that but would be a good they idea. They don't want it. You want to break it in? You never know. Maybe they got somebody to do it for them. Just to soften it up. You never know. What's a bad boy for? Getting the bats? That's not it. No, bad boy. Bad boy has a lot lot more uh, responsibilities than just running in and out of the dugout with the bats. Don't they have a glove boy then? No, it's a bad boy. Bad boy takes care of everything. Mm. Baseball winter meetings are happening in Orlando. What? Oh, really? Yep. Next week, uh, our sports station, FM 96.9 The Game. And Shot Doctor will be out there doing a show from the winter meetings. Got any Actually questions? Going you got any, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm sending him. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah, have so, a uniform for him? <laughs> you know something? I actually do have to have a telephone conversation with him prior to any <laughs> public appearance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, tell me what you're wearing, shot. Okay, there that we go. won't work. Mm-hmm. Well, once again, congratulations to the UCF Knights. Job well done. Wow. Uh, defeating Memphis for the AAC Championship. Good job. Jack will have more on that when we uh, oh, have yeah. the audio file. Mm. See what else you are up to over the weekend. I didn't do much. Painted the door again. That's two coats all done? No. What? Outside door? Mm-hmm. Outside door. What kind of paint? What do you mean what kind of paint? What kind of paint you use? Latex. Oil-based? Was it exterior? No, it's water-based. It's uh, exterior. Okay. Put a primer, two coats. I'm going to put one more coat. See, I think nice. I need to do that. I tried to skip the primer, and I used some paint I had lying around. That's mm, never right. Not no. really happy with the result. And now what do you have to do? Sand it all down? Just rough it up. Uh, just sand it all down. Just rough it up. And prime it? Yeah, prime it. Mm-hmm. All right. You have a sander? I have a... You have kids. A orbital <laughs> sander. A, oh. finishing, a finishing sander. Yeah, that'll work. Call it orbital. Just, yeah. A little 220 on there. 220 will work? Yeah, 220. I wouldn't do 180. I think that's too rough. I'll stop on my way home. Let's see. Pinkman uh, went to uh, Lou's Lounge for the first time on Bumby. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was awesome. I had a great time. Is that the one with no windows that you say? Yes. It makes you nervous? No windows? It's like I never go into a bar that has no windows. Yeah. It's like Wally's, but bigger. And wood paneling everywhere. Yeah, what's it like inside? I've never been in there. Used to Uh, live down that way, but... Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I get something about bars that where you can't look outside. You walk in, and then there's a stage on the right that's got really Blues Brothers statues, but they're dressed as Santa and elves yeah. for the season. And then a giant pink flamingo neon sign, couple of Simpsons neon signs, and then the bar is L shaped on the left side of the building. Dark, real dark inside. Dark, smoky. There's a. A machine that you put a quarter in and you get a handful of pistachios out sitting on the bar. <laughs> That's kind of fun. And uh, all the drinks old are time. super cheap. It's old school, right? Oh, yeah. Mm. Cheap, strong drinks. And then they do jello shots for some reason. Oh. Yeah, I just wondered, uh, you know, because that loser has been there since I can remember. I'm just wondering whether because of the change in demographics downtown and, you know, the, the milk district and all that kind of stuff, whether they've 
kind of got a little bit hipster. They were oh, popping. Oh, oh. No, it was actually more of an older crowd in there. Hipster. Yeah. Uh, and then some hipstery types. Because Otto went in there once they told him to leave. They yelled yeah, at him. They you, did. turn I around. Get out of here, you Ow. kids. Long hair. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he was a long hair, right, or something? Yeah, I think his friend went in first. And before Otto <laughs> could step over the threshold, some get the bartender was, get out of here. I remember that. <laughs> hey, uh, I heard there was a Pinkman sighting over the weekend. What? What? Some uh, uh, someone said he was spotted in this uh, what like Taco Palace place. Did what? you go to a taco place? Uh, sloppy Taco Palace. Oh yeah, <laughs> all right. Why? Jeez. Who told you that? They said he walked in like brush back. Someone that Pinkman knows. He walked right by him, didn't even acknowledge him, Come and pre- on. pretended to be on his phone the whole time. Oh, he like does he's that a big shot. All the time. Yeah. This sounds like fake news. Well, did I not guessly uh, uh, correctly guess where you were? Did he walk did. in or wobble in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I walked I in. Not. How dare you? <laughs> Although I'd like to know who it was. I bet I you didn't would. See anybody I knew. Jack's uh-huh. audio file upcoming next. Of course, we'll get the play-by-play of the great win of the Knights over Memphis this past weekend, among other things. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And the agony of defeat. Chicken Tantrazini. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Want to guess what the second most spoken language is in Ireland, the Republic of Ireland? Esperanto. No. Mm. Gaelic. No. I'm running out of time. It's Polish. Uh, Let's hear what's uh, in. Jack's back from vacation. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. And I did get back just in time, actually, a day before. uh, uh, UCF took on Memphis in the American Athletic Conference football championship game at Spectrum Stadium. Um, I was fortunate enough to hang in the radio booth uh, because on FM 96.9, the game, they have all the UCF games, and they're called by Mark Daniels. Mm -hmm. Football games, his color commentary is Gary Paris, and here they are on the final call of the game after double overtime Saturday at Spectrum Stadium. Pump throws pass is... Wow, and it's one of those games Ooh. where you have to go to the local radio call because when you watch the, uh, you know, uh, the national broadcast, it was on ESPN. Steve Levy did it. I saw him in the elevator with Brian Greasy. You know, they 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 have to be neutral. They have to, you know, both sides, and that's how they're supposed to do it. But when you go to the the coverage by one team or another, that's when you get that level of emotion. Wow. They did a pretty good job, though. Yeah, were, I mean, that was an exciting game. You can't yeah. just sit there like a lump with a, you know, a with a game like that. No, back and forth. Oh, it was so so much fun, exciting. I yeah, you want your team to win, win big, and never really have the stress of the outcome being in doubt. 
However, when it is in doubt and then your team comes through, that level of relief and elation is just unmatched. It was really cool, and it was just moments after that where ABC field reporter uh, Todd McShay caught up with Scott Frost. Now, Scott Frost, as we know, ever since midway through the season, there were talks about him being on the short list for several potential uh, coach openings throughout the country, most notably, obviously, being Nebraska, since that uh, uh, Scott Frost grew up there, went to school there, quarterback there, won a national championship there. Yeah. So he definitely had ties to Nebraska. What was unfortunate is the timing of when this story broke. And you... As a UCF fan, you want to enjoy the moment right. without without the downside, the bittersweet, the bitter in that bittersweet moment. You, right. you, you would like to avoid that. However, when you have breaking news, you know you go with it when you confirm it because your competitors are going to get it. You put it out there. I So people tell me if they were watching the game, it was on the crawl. Right. They, they said it was on the TV while the game was still being played. I guess that's what I hear. I don't know. I was I was at the game. Well, so the I, mistake that's made, I think, is yeah. that everybody thinks, "Oh my God, somebody's going to be." Nobody cares except them. That's right. You know, nobody right. sits back right. in the audience. Oh my God, you know, ESPN. Nobody, nobody does that. They can't even remember what the call letters of the of the of the station they're looking at. <laughs> that's like, you know, it's the, that's the only true. people who worry about stuff like that is those of us in the business. Well, here, so in that uh, immediately. Game wins. They go to the coach, and here's uh, ABC uh, or ESPN field reporter uh, Todd McShay talking to uh, Scott Frost and asking him the question about uh, him accepting the Nebraska job. There are multiple reports, and I hate to ask, but multiple reports that you've accepted the Nebraska job. Can you tell me anything about that? I'm going to go celebrate with my team. Thanks, Coach. Good for you. That's it. Going to celebrate with my team. So it's one of the factors was his father, his 83-year-old father. Aww. He wanted to play for ne- He wanted to coach Nebraska for his for his dad. I think that might have been the tipping point. That's so sweet. The uh, well, it didn't take long for him to appear. You know, in Nebraska, in yeah. in front of their logos, wearing the 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 red the jersey, tie, right. good for him, getting the picture taken. And this was him at his Nebraska announcement press conference. The interest starts coming about midway through the season, and I was busy coaching a football team, and I care about my players. And the last thing I was going to do uh, was let that process distract me from helping my team win games. I didn't make a decision to come here until this past week and wanted to do everything I could to honor my players at UCF and make sure that I was giving them 100% of my effort. And it worked out really well. He's like Bruno Mars. He's got the woo. How is that? Oh, I they got see. The woo. No, he's <laughs> uh-huh. one of these individuals. He's yeah. got it. There's just something about, about him. You know, that, uh, you know, he stands above a lot of the rest. You're drawn to him. He's got something. Yeah. I think he's a class act. Now, he might be, I don't know, maybe behind the scenes he's a real dork. I don't know, maybe a real pain in the ass. But I think he does care about his players, certainly cared about the UCF program. I hear good things about him. Uh, And halfway through the season, Jim, you were saying, oh, he's gone at the end of the season, gone, gone, gone. And I really thought he might have hung out for another year. I was one of the first. I said, I always think it's these challenges. These Mm -hmm. coaches love these challenges. Mm -hmm. That's part of coaching is to take a nothing and turn it into something. And he certainly did at UCF. There's no question about that. Two years ago, they couldn't win one game. They now were 0-12, they now they're 12-0. and 0. So, and so here's the bright spot. Besides this incredible season 
by the players, the team, uh, the UCF Knights, this year's UCF Knights, going to the Peach Bowl, regardless of what happens, is when they needed a coach last time, they were an 0-12 team, and they, they found Scott Frost. Now they're a 12-0 team, a, a bit more attractive to every uh, coaching candidate out there. So, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Danny White is the athletic director out there at UCF and has already been uh, searching and now we had a, a question raised whether Scott Frost would be coaching the Knights at the Peach Bowl on January 1st. Um, it was first reported he wanted to do it, and then some rumors about that p- perhaps he is not going to be able to. However, as far as I can tell, I have been checking, and the lat- latest I hear is that he will be coaching the team. Oh, yeah. He calls all the plays. Um, and he said he wanted to do that for them. As a matter of fact, this is Scott Frost talking about that from his press conference. Um, I don't want to leave the players down there without a coach, and they deserve to have uh, the best chance they possibly can, especially in the bowl game that they qualified for. So if it all works out, I'd love to go back and and help those kids one more time. Um, Mm. It's a unique and special group down there that that we all feel very strongly about. it coincides with recruiting, so hopefully we can get some recruiting done and get back down there if it all works out and help, and then get back on the road up here. So there yeah, you go. That Auburn's coming in. They got to, you know, after losing to Georgia. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just saying. That's all. <laughs> well, I'm well, just saying this is not UConn. I mean, I'm not trying trying to take mm-hmm. anything away from UCF, but it's not. I mean, this is an a top a top SEC team they're going up against. True. Well, if they win more power to them, man, then they are then then UCF is big time, big time. Jim, it was just a few years ago. Right. UCF went to the Fiesta Bowl led by Blake Bortles, um, and they were playing Baylor, and no one gave them a shot mm. at beating Baylor, including uh, a sports prognosticator that you know very well. So, Baylor's a much better team. 42-24 Baylor. 42-24 Baylor. 42-24 Baylor. I, I, you know, I hope UCF wins the game, but Baylor, let's face it, is, it I think they're a better team. 40. So that was right. a shot, Doctor. Well, that's what you're going to hear. I mean, you're going to hear this up until the Peach Bowl, sure. that Auburn is a better team than UCF. But just remember how the Fiesta Bowl worked out. It'll be a night to remember. Historic. UCF has won the 2014 Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. What was Baylor? Uh, final right. score: UCF 52, Baylor 42. Oh. Our champions yeah, of was... the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl, the UCF Knights. All right, okay. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I was very excited. What was Baylor rank going into that game? Our research department is checking on the 2014 ranking for Baylor. Mm. Because I believe after the win, UCF made it into the top ten. Wow, well, you got two SEC teams now in the top four. Mm-hmm. They were seven on the AP poll. Were they? Mm-hmm. Okay. Eight in the coaches' poll. And how many teams on the current rankings, how many teams um, have zero defeats? Uh, just one, sir. Okay. And their name? University of Central oh, Florida. Oh, Go okay. Knights. Where are they located? <laughs> I think <Anyway. laughs> uh, Wisconsin, maybe. Oh, no, no. They're not undefeated anymore. Jim, we, yeah, was, yeah. yeah Wisconsin's not. No, I yeah. that. Big loss. Over the weekend. Uh, Jim, uh, moving to the world of politics, some breaking news. What now? Uh, one is uh, there hasn't been a lot of talk about the the uh, 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 the government's uh, 
research and release of a report saying that global warming is base is man made and there is no question about that. Get out. Yeah, not only that, it was the Trump administration oh. didn't try and bury this report. This was by law they have to release it and the, so correct. That report is out there. Correct. And he breaking just now President Trump is cutting a pro- roughly 2 million acres from two Utah national monuments, rolling back protections right. that were put in place by uh, Obama and Clinton uh, before him. So uh, environment uh, taking a hit uh, lately. And now, there's all- a, Well, there's an argument about that. The people, you know, the people in Utah are split right down the middle when it comes to this. Right. Because mm-hmm. some people say, believe it or not, that there are better protections of the environment when it comes to when it comes to drilling for gas and oil than there are opening it up to to ecotourism because tourists can sometimes just really stomp all over the place. <laughs> They're a sloppy bunch. Yeah, I mean if you open right. it up to 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 trucks and tourist vehicles and off road vehicles and, yeah. and things like that, mm-hmm. they can they can tear up a fragile environment. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, it's not. Oh my God, ninety nine percent of the people are opposed to doing this. As a matter of fact, where this one national monument is, it's the poorest county in Utah. So, you know, there is a constituency that says, hey, not for nothing, but I'd like some work. You talk about the people from Utah being kind of split down the middle, and it's kind of how uh, our country and the Senate was on tax reform. <sighs> uh, Edge going to the Republicans with the majority of a 51 to uh, uh, 49 vote. They live in a bubble. They do. I mean, do they just live in the a bubble and have no idea? I mean, just no idea. Jim, this like is, we wouldn't pay any kind of attention to this. This is a good thing. Just ask uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, boss. As you notice, at the end, there was not a single Democrat who thought this was a good idea. And so, we're going to take this message to the American people. Also, a year from now, uh, yeah. that'll be good. You're going to pay for it. Yeah, give them a year to realize what's actually in this bill. And at if two you're, in the morning, yeah. they will pay for it in the midterms. I'm absolutely convinced of this. I kept thinking that you know, at two in the morning, after they had scribbled stuff in the margins, yeah. and they were going to sort of give everybody a chance to actually read it before they voted, but that didn't happen. But then at two in the morning, when the thing finally came through. And he went before the microphones, Mitch McConnell, mm-hmm. and, and said, we went through regular order. We had plenty of hearings. Everybody had plenty of time to see it and comment on it. And, and all the Republicans behind him were nodding. And I thought, wait a minute. That's a blatant there no public, falsehood. There were no public hearings on this whatsoever. Oh. During the Reagan tax cuts, I think there were 30 public hearings over the course of three months. Public hearings where Democrats and Republicans got together back and forth, took public testimony from officials from Correct. the public. There were no public hearings leading up to this. This is something they pulled out of their ass about 30 days ago. Oh. I, I'm making that prediction. At 8.30 you know, that night, they still didn't No, I'm just making the prediction. The I midterms hope. next year will take care of this business. The Republican Party is in for a gigantic surprise. You think you're going to go out there and go to your town hall meetings and get up there and say, hey, how do you feel about that uh, tax uh, package we just passed? <laughs> Matter of fact, this is what, he, uh, what you guys are referring to here is uh, Mitch McConnell again. The Democrats had plenty of notice. Uh, Chairman Hatch can attest to all the multiple hearings, <clears throat> markups, open amendment process everybody had plenty of opportunity to see the measure you complain about process when you're losing aha it's only losers limp as banana used to say anyway Mm. take a deep breath it's you know 
Very disappointing. Hey, you might save uh, a, a couple hundred bucks a year for the uh, next few years. Yeah, wow, you get to save a dollar a day. Oh, boy. But after yeah. that, it's going to go up. And uh, if you're look at the bright side, for all the millionaire and billionaire listeners, yeah, your benefits will uh, last indefinitely. Oh, it's all going to trickle down. <laughs> it's that sad old story. You said it never happens. Oh, it, uh, all the economists, all the regulatory, uh, you know, agencies that have the responsibility of looking at these things and issuing reports, not one of them has come out and said, this is really a great idea. This is really a great plan. This is really going to help uh, the uh, middle class and the working poor. Your kids, not me, but your kids and your grandkids and their kids are going to have to pay for this somehow. Right. Good luck. They're not underwater first. Whoa, donkey. Whoa, whoa, donkey. Jim, that music. <laughs> what are you hearing, Whoa, favorite? donkey. Whoa, donkey. Well, check out this one. Here, kitty, 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 kitty. What is this on the space shuttle? I mean, that space shuttle. What is this on the This is public transportation in the Bahamas, Jim. I did it. You know me. I'm a man of the people. Got off the cruise ship in the Bahamas, and I did not take the pre- packaged uh, excursion where they uh, whisk you away and you know they put you in some sterile environment i am a man of the people i like to get out there i walked a few blocks and took the jitney mm-hmm. the number 10 jitney in the bahamas <laughs> took public transportation with the people with my bahamian brothers and sisters that 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 was the music playing on the uh, in, in the, the bahamas bus. you're not in honduras for crying out loud uh-huh. that was a, every song well, you got donkey, uh, ride him. Well, let's talk about ride him like oh. a donkey. Uh, what was the other one? Um, uh, there was one that was uh, grab your toes, grab your toes. I'll make sure you are exposed. Everything is sexual. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> it's crazy. Oh. <laughs> so it was like, but the AC worked and it was uh, it was a cool and it was only a buck seventy five to go to wherever you wanted to on the island hmm. on, the, on the bus. That sounds like the a jitney. plan. Yeah. Like Grand Bahama Island. Uh, NASA. NASA. Yeah. And Grand Bahama. Yeah. Not Grand Bahama? I don't know. I don't pay attention. I don't know. I can't remember. There's so many of them. (laughs) Anyway, it is good to be back. Um, Some things we have on our website. Uh, Saturday Night Live did their Christmas cold open, and it was all about uh, Trump and Michael Flynn. But also, one of my favorite favorite bits, it's done so well, also at realradio.fm. Click on the Phillips file, back to Jimmy Kimmel. And something they call unnecessary censorship. This is the Star Wars edition. The new movie's coming out in about a week. But it's just when they take a regular clip, just drop in a beep, you know, at it at the right time. And it makes you believe something dirty was said, mm. even though we know oh. nothing dirty was said. However, take a listen. Let me see your You don't need to see his Don't go. Yourself. <laughs> I know I gotta leave. I can't stay anymore. You're a good f- solo. I hate to lose you. Well, there's a price on my head. If I don't f- off job of the hut, I'm a dead man. You cannot <laughs> escape your destiny. You must f- Darth Vader. <laughs> I can't f- my own father. <laughs> oh, if you want to see that again on our website. Unnecessary censorship. Thanks to Jimmy Kimball for that. And that's your audio file for this Monday. Thank you, Jack. Good job. Welcome back. We'll take a little break, then go over the list of other things you guys were up to over the weekend. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. 
check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Over 150 Santa suited up and hit the slopes over the weekend to raise money for local charities in Maine. Ho ho hold on. Who knew Santa could be so radical? Next, a home security camera caught a delivery driver defecating in a driveway. How's that for alliteration? Sometimes duty calls. Ha. Huh. Finally, a man in China repainted arrows on the road in front of his house to ease traffic. He got fined for changing the traffic pattern. Typical government getting mad that someone did something better than them. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. It's almost like being in the studio with us. Almost. Hope you're not allergic to awesome. Or bees. Especially bees. Facebook.com slash Real Radio 1041. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better. You are listening to The Phillips File. Phillips file for this uh, Monday, Monday movie review upcoming, Beach Boys, one of my favorite holiday tunes. Bit. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little are, bit. Are you, uh, your family's uh, full full on uh, in, in the spirit at all? Uh, not yet. Okay. The U.S. Supreme Court has ruled President Donald Trump's travel ban on six mainly Muslim countries can go fully into effect. Seven of the nine justices granted the administration's request to lift injunctions imposed by lower courts so there we go on that one interesting what Six. else mm. oh let me see let me take a look at oh, the, the texas a&m coach by the way will not be coaching ucf that's Man. that's come out right oh. that was an yeah we don't want the texas a&m coach coaching us oh you yeah. talk about the nebraska coach kevin Su- kevin sumlin is no longer the leading candidate for the ucf football coaching job right yeah okay I'm Former Texas, Texas A&M. A&M coach. Yeah, Texas A&M, not Nebraska. Texas A&M. Oh, I thought we were talking about the bowl game. You saw Boogie Nights? I did. No, Jack. Yes. First time? <laughs> what? You'd never seen it before? No, I saw the first time years ago and forgot about it. But That's a terrific for, movie. I, it's bizarre, too. It is a little weird. It is, <laughs> isn't it? But it's... 
the firecrackers and stuff. I so, love that scene. That's that's in my top twenty. Yeah, when you when you're on the uh, a cruise ship, you get limited channels, and they usually have one movie channel, and so they'll play a movie several times over. Yeah, and you know when a cruise ship is, it's like twenty four hours, so you have downtime, and in the afternoon, you you know if you're resting, you put on the TV. I end up watching, or this was at night, Boogie Nights. And uh, and wondering, you know, it was commercial television, but were they going to show that end scene? And they did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's probably showing a closed circuit, or, or was it on a channel? It was on a channel. Really? Uh, it, it said TCM, so I always thought that was Turner Classic movies. It is movies, Turner Classic movies. Right. But the commercials were all in Spanish. See. Oh. But the movies were in English. Movies. Mm. So they had Boogie Nights. First Blood, you know, which is the Ram- the first Rambo right. movie, and then Rambo after that, which is the the big. While you were sleeping, movie. which one is that? Saw that as well. Oh, Sandra, how many movies did you watch? Sandra Bullock. Oh, that movie sucked. It what? Was, yeah, but it was like what was it? It was the right time. It was <laughs> this guy got like went into a coma. Peter Gallagher, and, or... and then Sandra Bullock pretended that she was his girlfriend. Oh, they went back in time or something? Where they no, no, no. Or he came in the future and she went in the past? What no, happened? No, that's The Lake House starring Keanu <laughs> Reeves. Uh, that's something different. Sounds miserable, too. It does. No, this was this guy. It's a rom-com. Went, this guy went into a coma and she was a lonely subway attendant or something and then she he hadn't seen his family in years and she went to the hospital with him and then pretended like she was his girlfriend. And then it was, it was a whole then thing. Then he comes out of a coma and hilarity ensues. Yeah, I'd rather watch Boogie Nights again. It was yeah. good. Which is not pornographic. I mean, it's about oh, the no, no, porno no. industry, certainly. Right. Moving from film but, into videotape, blah, blah, blah. And it has subplots, a lot of subplots to it. What I forgot about Boogie Nights is how star-studded it was. Mm. Exactly. I mean, so many, so many stars on that. Too many Reynolds, to... was he in that? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was yeah. the director. Uh-huh. And, uh, William H. Hoffman Macy was in it. He was in it, yeah. Philip Seymour uh, Hoffman. Who's the who's the actor that uh, that uh, went into the donut shop at oh, the end? Don Cheadle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Don Cheadle. Uh, Molino. Uh, Molino. Alfred Molina. Alfred, Alfred Molina. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, Mark Wahlberg, of course. Mac mm-hmm. Wahlberg. And uh, the Good redhead, <laughs> Moore. Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Heather Graham. Graham. Is that yeah? Is that Who? right or just a name with Heather? No, the, the, no they were all right. in it. They were all in it. But who played the wife of William H. Macy? Because that was uh, I... what's her name for in the porno industry? What's her name? As a matter of fact, they interviewed her for Fred Villa years and years and years Nina and Hartley. years ago. Nina yeah. Hartley. Nina, Nina Hartley. Oh, Very because nice. the um, because the scene when I turned God, it on, William H. Ago. Macy was going back Jeez. in the bedroom with the uh, 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 twenty-five, thirty-five. Yeah. I mean, 20, 30 years ago. I don't know. Yeah, it, it was, was, uh, it was, it was probably. Close to 30 years ago. Good times. Yeah, she was very nice. Very yeah, pleasant. I bet. Yeah, no, she was. She was just yeah. a, you uh-huh. know, Didn't you say she wanted you? She speaks highly of you. No. Oh, I it thought was that just was. a no. Maybe that was a different one. No, they're just... That was Chuck Yeager. Yes, he wanted me. <laughs> that was a terrible interview. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Don't remind me. Mm. All right, say so Boogie Nice. Let me see what Mo is up to. Let's see. Da, 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 John da, da. C. Riley. Oh, he's great. John C. Like Riley was in there too. Yeah, thank there you, Real go. Mobile, Mr. Cellophane. Yeah, uh, Mo's got a problem with millennials and RSVPs. I don't think they understand what it means. I know it's French. I know it's an abbreviation. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. know up until now, their parents have RSVP'd for them and responded to a birthday party invitation. Right. So they haven't really had to do it themselves. But I mailed out an invitation, and I, you know, the th- the event is you know ticking closer. Bup, 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 and I'm I'm 
I'm sitting with four RSVPs out of 55 people. And what? So, yeah. And four so, out of 55 have yeah. responded? Well, then, then what, do you I, have to call them? Well, then I called the, uh, <laughs> oh, you know, the honoree. Uh, yeah. the, the you know, and said, you got to do me a favor. Call these people, you know, like tell them there's a cutoff, like one week out from the party. That should be, they should know. Dude, hey, bro, you know, RSVP. I don't know. It's French. Well, I know. For, with my, with yeah, my daughter's Colors birthday up. party, it, uh, it was always oh, horrible. Yeah, you never get the RSVP. It's true. So then I, I changed the wording hey. to, please call to let me know if you can or cannot attend. Okay. So RSVP, they might right. not know. And this right. is the parents. Yeah. Hey. And that still didn't work. Hey, bro. Mo's throwing a kegger. No, I'm ah, not. Ah, kegger. Then they, then they would call up right away. Let's go to Mo's. She Welcome expects, to Mo's. She expects me to respond, but I didn't take French class, so I don't yeah. get it, bro. Collar's up, bro. Yeah. But chugging for life. Yeah. No, no, no. Sigma none of that is forever, happening. Bro. No, no. Uh-uh. She said she's going to have cornhole boards I that didn't, say Sigma no, I didn't. It's life. not that kind of party, but I asked And who's that. the regional senior vice president? Of... Uh, <laughs> That's what RSVP is? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. It was ridiculous. So I, I now, next, if I have to do another one of these, I need a better way to, to indicate on, an, on a paper invitation. I didn't do an e-vite. I did a regular standard invite and uh, mailed it out, stamped it out, addresses to everybody, our, you know, return address on there. So if I didn't yeah. get, I would get. That's what you do. Seriously. You need to respond by this date or I'm going to call Chuck. <laughs> I don't want to threaten the guests to the party. You don't want me to call Chuck. No, I don't. Just tell me if you're going to come or not. That's all we need to know, all right? It doesn't take a lot of effort. You could text me even. You gave phone number. Oh, four out of how many? Well, originally, when I alerted the couple, the honorees to this thing, I said... You're uh, not going to have anybody here at your party. I think that got them on the stick, though. (laughs) That's what I said. And I said, you know, I I got, uh, you know, four people. So then... uh, and that, well, I guess I could have added myself in there, my husband, but then there was six. Anyway, turns out that they got on the stick and they called people and said they need to know, you know, who's coming. what they do? Uh, they called their, I mean, the, their friends. The, the, the need to know people. Did they respond? They, uh, my phone blew up on Saturday, oh, the yeah. day of the deadline. So people are showing up? Yeah, I was at Costco every minute. Bing, bing, bing. Everybody's calling there on my go. phone. All yeah. right, good. But boy, oh boy, millennials, I, I'm just assuming. I don't know whether. Maybe I, they said if you wanted people to respond, just tell them you won't be there. It's just, I think that's people have real always mobile. been that way. What? That was real mobile. But you might be right. Oh you know, God. their parents took care of them and c- covered everything for them. Don't worry about it. Here, go polish your trophy. I'll and call I'll take for you. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio is here, so you don't have to hear the Chronicles of Ketosis. First time using those bathroom strips did not go well. Keep your headphones on. Real Radio 104.1. It's time once again for the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Michael and Douglas are here for Monday Movie Review. They've been coming here for decades oh, now. For God's sakes. Literally. Yeah. We used yeah. to come on a bicycle built for two back in the day. We did. I, I always had to be in the front. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. I know Douglas did not see a movie, so I'm hoping you did. Oh, you didn't? No, Michael, I've been a little bit under the weather and real busy opening a hit show. I see. I opened a hit show this weekend as well. Did you? Yes. But you made it to the movies? I did, thank God. Did you see Coco? I did. Did you really? Yes. Yes. I'm really talking about this. Did you sit through the 20 minute horribleness? What does that mean? What does that mean? What what do you mean, horribleness? The frozen thing? Oh, I know. Yeah. 
What are you I talking thought it was about? Great. Nobody knows what you're talking about. There is there's, a frozen there's... thing at the beginning of Coco that everybody online is saying is just horrible, and, and it's not. They're actually Disney's pulling it. It's not. It absolutely what is, is it? not. It's a. Is it a preview a tease, for the a new trailer? Or is no, it... it's just a twenty-minute short. short. Yeah, with oh. the featuring the Olaf, the. Um, the snowman, snowman from Frozen. However, usually when they show a cartoon before a movie, it's, you know, three to five minutes long. Right. So 20 minutes? But 12 minutes into it, I had convinced myself that I had gone to the wrong theater and that I missed the start of Coco, and now I'm watching some Frozen movie about Christmas that I didn't know existed, and I'm <laughs> all working up what I'm going to say to get a ticket to come back and see the movie I wanted to see, mm. and then it ended and Coco started. Mm. But there is there are effects in that that frozen thing that are unbelievable it was worth the price of admission just to just see the short which one is the one who can make everything turn to ice elsa or anna one of the two yes. elsa. Elsa. God. elsa's got a cape on that sheer that you yes. can see through and then it's got um like embellishes crystal embellishes and it moves like a real damn piece of cloth the whole time through the whole movie and you see everything through it that's supposed to be behind it's like how the hell do you do that in anime? Which I, I was fascinated by every surface, every hair, the fur on her thing looked totally real. And then Coco, in the whole movie, you're almost distracted from what the movie's about by how gobsmackingly good the animation is. Really? Yes. Did you cry? <clears throat> did I cry? I did. I heard it but, sad. But not a lot. Coco sad? Coco sad. At one yeah. Disney movie, what Disney movie doesn't at have one some moment, sadness yes. in it. Do Walt they separate Disney. the mother? They Walt, separate the mother again? Do they oh. kill somebody in the, in the mm -hmm. first five minutes? Walt got Disney antlers said, on, they got shot or burned down on a circus. If you're uh -huh. going to do laughter, there needs to be a tear, something like that, he mm -hmm. said. Why does it always have to be the human, though? The, what? The, it shoots Bambi's mother. It was, and, oh, well, no, it was Simba and Mufasa. This movie's all about humans. Dead. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to tell you this now. I have, you know, like, I mean, you know, Disney changes a few things, literally speaking. Hunchback of Notre Dame, Pocahontas, or oh, not. I really don't exactly play That's off nice. the way that they do in the crazy. novels. That Hunchback or of in history. I really got torn. <clears throat> Dancing gargoyles. So I have. So I have. Because everything else is completely real. Um, but. Yeah. But. Um, so I, I, I felt like I came away at, at, at 60 years of age with my first understanding of what the Day of Dead is really all about. Want to go to Mexico in now? Tremendous detail. And I thought, well, either now I know this or I, now I have to go and research it so I know if I'm knowing it because it's real or it's the Disney version of what's real. Oh, I see. But, that, but the fact that that will drive me to do that, that's why I say people get crazy about... Hunchback and Pocahontas poo-poo because it makes kids interested enough. Then they'll go and they'll read no, no, the no, 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 no. They grow up. Hunchback not... is literature. No. It's Pocahontas I, I get, you know, then they'll go and look it up. But, but it's a Hunchback was a piece of literature that yes, they just completely so, decided to change. Yes, and so fine. Like Hollywood doesn't do that when they take a Broadway well, show to, have... to the screen or a book to a screen. Mm. They do it well, all the time. you know right at the beginning. We've taken a fine work of literature and changed it. It's we done all the time. Fact, it is done the all the time. Doesn't Hollywood make it right. does it all the time. And then when Disney does it, people get outraged. When Disney does it, it makes the kids interested it in a piece of literature that as they grow up oh. they're going to pick up and read that they might not have otherwise read. I saw Titanic. Hmm. There wasn't <laughs> anything oh, about please. <laughs> you yeah. didn't like that Titanic yeah. at all. Michael got very angry. Somehow Michael got angry at that one. He did. I did yeah, not. He did. You didn't get 
They make up a story. Why didn't they just tell the story? That wasn't me. That was perfect. Yes, storm. yes, it was. No, you said they storm. made up characters. They made. They did make they up did characters. Make up of characters. course, they did. We're yes, not like, like Titanic people, isn't a piece of literature. Like, like people from steerage would actually make their way up to first class and, uh, right. and, and right. mingle with joke. the rich people. Yeah. I, I did Running say all of that. Gun and huh? I did say all of that, but I don't understand the comparison. We're we're talking about literature. Titanic's not a piece of literature. It's a true story. Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. It happened. Jesus on the Christ, all I'm saying is now I don't... Oh, the world, I was just saying, I hope you just fall right in. Stop it, now the, that's rude. The Day of Dead, uh, I just it's now I have to research, I understand. Now Mexico's but, gonna, going to see a gigantic increase in tourism because of this. That's awesome. Well, now well, here's I what I think is going to happen. who celebrate, uh, celebrate this. They made such a big this. deal of not only the dead, but also those spirit guides that you know, they always, when you go to a Mexican gift shop, you always see the brightly colored serpents and caterpillars and horses and things that are spirit guides anyway like everything was in in that movie is what they sell in the gift shop at the mexican pavilion at epcot and i'm guessing they're going to take that boat right now and retheme it to coco oh. and try and get some traffic oh. through there and then the yeah. sales of all that skeletal stuff that they sell and all those brightly colored wooden figurines is going to go through the roof. Mm -hmm. Wait, there's other point. stuff in that pavilion besides that tequila bar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, do, they, do, they do put that at the entrance so a lot of people don't get much further in. Mm -hmm. um, God, it's Lord good. knows we've gone out there to spend the day and never made it past Mexico. But <laughs> no, isn't that the place where you ate the tamale but you forgot to take the corn husk I didn't know you had to off? unwrap it. Oh, oh. And I was choking it down. I'm like, oh. what is this? And it was very tough, and I'm trying to run. Very fibrous. And gelatinous. Oh. I didn't know you had to open the packet and eat they the inside. They have a kosher man. You just stick to that. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, it was awful. I thought, this is a terrible option. We, the, one, the, one of the recent times we went, I put $100 on the card that you get yes. at the front door, and then by, by the time we left Mexico, I, too, I had $2 left on our card <laughs> oh. to, to go the rest oh, of the way around. The food and wine food and wine, yeah. Oh, that's right. $98 on salsa. So, Coco. <laughs> Here's the thing oh, about yes. I mean, what's the, what's the care? I mean, what's the... Well, everybody thinks it's the little boy that's in, you know, that you see as, uh, as looks like the little boy's the star of the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but um, it's actually his uh, great-grandmother who's Coco. She's, like, dying when the film starts. She's got dementia oh, and God. stuff. But it's actually her who's Coco, and, but I won't go into why or wherefore. But um, except to say that... It's all, it's very spiritual and it's about the kid journeying and into the world of the afterlife mm. and then trying to get back home. Right. And very intricate storyline with very intricate interpersonal relationships that have to be figured out. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that children have, can have even a basic understanding of what's really going on in this movie. Mm. I, I absolutely loved it and it is a fabulous movie and it's one of the best pieces of animation Disney's done. It's incredible. But um, usually, when you go to a Disney movie, I'll often come in and say, you know, it was good because you could hear a pin drop, even though the theater was full of yes. children. Because they're so these kid these kids talked through the whole thing, but it wasn't idle chatter. It was you could hear them asking their parents to help them discern what was okay. going on. Right, so I, I, it's too intricate for for some, don't bring little ones; they can't understand it. Mm -hmm. um, but well, it's, how, it's how very good. under under six, five, six, I would eight. Say ten under under eight? eight. Don't bother. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Bet they'll get to look at the pretty picture. Right? Uh, it gets it gets very cerebral. It gets very involved. It's really an adult film, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Is there uh, mariachi? 
There's oh, some yes. mariachis in it. Oh, yes. I, I, I heard mariachi. an interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For we about have a, four minutes. A right? mutual friend whose uh, his father was a, one, like the world's famous, most famous mariachi in the world in no Mexico. Kidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do lots of different kinds Tom of Mexican Sizar. music. It's they all do. authentic, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's not yeah. just mariachi, mm-hmm. it's a yeah. lot of different kinds mm-hmm. of music. Linda Ronstadt sing in it? Is it? Uh, no, no, she doesn't sing so. at all, Jim. No. Oh, um, but I would like to, if someone could look it up, I wonder if, if Linda Hunt did the voice of Coco or not. She did the voice of Grandmother Willow in Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. And the only, my only criticism of this film is the very first time the camera came on Coco, who yeah. I didn't even know was Coco yet, the minute the, they pan on her face, yeah. I thought, she looks just like the tree in Pocahontas. You know how the grandmother mm. grows into a spirit tree? And then she opens her mouth and she sounds just like her. I, so that was a little off-putting. But mm, okay. Isn't she the little one in the, that makes all the clothes in the other superhero? What's that one? Uh, uh, the, uh, the Avengers? No. Or yeah, that one. Yeah, 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 was Coco yeah. small? No, no. She's the hunts about this tall. I know. Well, she's an old woman and she's confined to a wheelchair, so okay. I don't know how tall she is. Hard to gauge her height. But... So basically, the story is that it's a, it, the little kid, he's fascinated with music, oh. but his family has a ban on music because a few generations ago... Music is good. The Coco, the woman who's his great-grandmother Coco, her husband left her with her children and mm. abandoned him to go on the road and be a musician. So the family doesn't allow music. The kid falls in love with music. He idolizes uh, this dead mariachi, this player. And, and anyway through a set of circumstances he ends up going into the afterworld he's not supposed to be there there all, all the skeletons are freaked out the skeletons are trying to come to earth because it's the day of the dead to visit their friends and and it just turns into mayhem and then he right. excellent but he there's lots of twists oh, lots of twists and turns in it that you don't see okay. coming and it's it's just an excellent isn't excellent the face of the movie. story that the, they're not allowed to have music or something isn't that the the gist that runs the family through? doesn't allow music and the youngest even though they were the, and, all and famous what? musicians in the past and right generation it's because they were abandoned by a famous musician oh yeah. is anyway, it a classic yeah. oh how it, many pink triangles for coco here we go i don't think that it's going to become a children's classic because i don't think kids can understand it so it's not going to reach that pinnacle of disney success in that way but uh, from an animation standpoint and a story standpoint, script, music, everything is absolutely fabulous. Um, I'm, I'm going to give it four. Four triangles. Four, four pink triangles. Pink triangles. Oh, okay. Strong plus, four plus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay, very nice. Okay, very good. And the uh, voice of Mama Coco is a woman named the actress Anna Ophelia Merguia. Oh, okay. Not whoever you were yep. suggesting. They went authentic. They, everybody is, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Spanish. But yeah, I would have a Spanish surname. I'd like to see if the animator was the same oh, person who animated You may know. Benjamin Bratt is one of the voices. Benjamin Bratt, yeah. Yes, and Edward James Olmos is also a voice. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Chicharron. He was the Chicharron, the curmudgeon friend. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, other than that, I don't recognize any of the They're names. Otherwise, oh no, Cheech Marin, I recognize his name. I, I think Gabriel Iglesias, I think I recognize him as He's well. A comedian. Yeah, 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 I recognize his Chicano, name. Chicano, Hispanic, Latino, people are all Latino, Latino. People are all Hispanic. Slept with between husbands who I no, you know, like really. <laughs> George Lopez in there. He's Let me not. take a little break. More Monday movie review upcoming. Uh, Real Radio one hundred four point one. Back to Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Uh, Michael has reviewed the movie Coco, the new Disney animated uh, film. He gave it four pink triangles out of five. Since it's really, you're really more for adults. Or yes, yes, absolutely. Older children, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Want to go to Mexico now? Have you been to uh, Mexico? Other I, than Cancun I, or someplace like that. I'll need to, 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 to uh, 
you know, snorkel and dive and yeah, yeah, yeah. Cancun, Cozumel, and Cozumel, Cancun. Cozumel, yeah. right? Douglas, do you have some trivia? Oh, have James, I do. I have been to Tijuana. You but have. That, that's nothing. That's still not Mexico. Like, yeah. I mean, other than the South San Diego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. What it's do you have gone, there, uh, Douglas? It's gone to hell you, since you, the donkey shows have paid it out. They still do them, don't they? Yeah, but, you know, it's not as... It used to be like every other block and servicemen on flock. And... You could go and get quaaludes. Mm-hmm. Oh what eight-letter eight process <laughs> slowly realigns broken bones using weights and pulleys? Jack, what is traction? Traction is yes. correct. You do not have to answer in the form of a question. <laughs> I think I do. Last week, the president of what African country Jim, resigned? That's uh, Mugabe out of uh, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe is correct. Selling 6.3 million tickets. What couple will finish the most successful tour in U.S. history on December 23rd? That's uh, Jay-Z and... Uh, it, yeah, it's not. Go ahead. It's a country western con- couple. Oh, is it? Yeah. Jack, what and, is Captain uh, and Tennille? No. No, no it's Ma- Moira. Um, they're is it famous, they're Garth famous Brooks right and Faith Hill or one of those? It's two? Garth yes. Brooks and Trisha Yearwood. And somebody, yes. His, his, yeah. his, his actual wife, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. <laughs> what yeah. type of speech gets its name from the natural objects politicians would stand on to gain height? Jack, what a soapbox. No. Pinkman. Filibuster. No. What is it? What kind oh, of Pinkman. Speech? Stump. Stump speech is oh, correct. Right. Right. Um, like, good job. What is Barack Obama's undergraduate degree in? Uh, uh, Jim, political science. Political science is correct. 18 karat gold is what percentage pure? Uh, Jim, that's uh, 88%. Do the math. No. Jack, 82. No. Pinkman. 14%. I'll give you the math. 24 is pure. 18 oh, so is three quarters. 75%. 75%. 75%. Mm-hmm. A fighter between 122 pounds and 126 pounds fights in what box? Featherweight. Featherweight is correct. Oh. In what basketball play does a player lob the ball to another who Penguin. dunks it? Alley-oop. Alley-oop is oh. correct. Many shot glasses are 1.5 ounces, but some bars use a one-ounce shot named Jack. after what smallish animal? Jigger. No. What is a jigger? Ooh. No. Pink man. Small animal. Pink man. Nipper. No. Dang it. What is a guppy? No. Small. (laughs) It's a sardine. No, I said smallish. Oh, smallish. Smallish. We don't know. Mm -hmm. It's a pony shot. Oh. Oh, it is? I never heard of it. And now we're not just here to have fun. We're here to learn. In the U.S., (laughs) what measurement of fabric is usually 40 yards? Moira, a bolt. A bolt of fabric. That's correct. What liquor measurement is equivalent to 1.6 pints or 25 shots? Jim Fifth. A fifth is correct. Mm-hmm. A New York Times recipe for what dish calls for six small boneless breasts of chicken that get wrapped around 12 Jim, tablespoons of butter. That's correct. Mm. Oh, gay, 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 gay. Here we go now. Gay, gay, we get serious. Michael can't play. Incredibly <laughs> easy, both of them. In what song will you hear the lyric, she gets too hungry for dinner at eight? Jim, that is Oklahoma. No. In she what likes song? the theater and never comes late. Uh, Pink no, Moira. That's why the lady no. is a trans. That's yes. correct. Premiering on January 17th, the next American crime story will be about what murder? Uh, gay murder. It's a gay, gay, gay thing. So, Wait a minute. Uh, do that again? How about that Matthew, what's his name? Premiering Shepherd? January 17th, the next American crime story will be about what murder? Is that is the Matthew? Menendez Shepherd brothers. It's not. Wanzi. Monzi Versace Gianni Versace Oh there's another oh, one yeah, 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 yeah. Ricky Martin in a Speedo
You're welcome, Jim. Thank you. I do too. He's a little under the weather. Just mostly drawn, as my mother used to say. Oh, you look drawn. Yeah. Douglas couldn't, didn't bother to come see my show, but I did go see his. And I was yes, but you could have, you can make a choice to trade a shift or something. So then it would cost but hundred and twenty dollars. People do it for you. There's still three opportunities left uh, for my show, which I'll, I'll plug first. It's um, okay. Uh, first of all, we oversold last night, Jim. We had to turn people away. I would oh, not my. have been able to get it, in. It oh, was great. Had you made a reservation, you could ever ask for a I ticket. Um, anyway, it was <laughs> it was hilarity from beginning to end. It went very very well. I'm happy to say. And um, all kinds of people are posting great things. On the, the Abbey or the, the uh, Parliament it's, it's House? It's at the Savoy. Starlight Room at Savoy. Okay, It's Savoy. a new room, Jim, and, um, which I'm managing. And um, it's uh, Onesie's Not Quite Right, Christmas Florida TV special in living color with Gidget Laura and myself. Saturday night, we have a show at 8, and then next Saturday at 8, and the following Sunday at 6.30. And tickets are available when you type Onesie into the search box on eventbrite.com, W-A-N-Z-I-E. Doug is in the most fabulous story ever told over at the Parliament House in the Footlight Theater, where I I got there just at the last minute and was not able to be cocktailed before. I watched that show sober and peed my pants and almost fell off my chair. It is It is funny, funny, funny. It is, funny, funny, it funny, is funny, from start funny, to finish. Funny, funny, from start to finish. Oh, see? And everyone in it That's is like funny with absolutely delightful. A PH, it, yeah, Jim. It's, seriously. Everyone's perfectly cast, and it's just, it's good Takes theater. you from the creation of the world right up to modern times. Wow. With, with, it starts with Adam and Steve, and Doug plays a pharaoh in one part, and a, ah. uh, a sort of surly Santa in another, and this is uh, this is this Rudnick who who wrote this? Paul Rudnick. Paul Rudnick wrote it. Yeah, who's a you know an established playwright from New York. He wrote In and Out, the movie <clears throat> with Kevin Klein. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's yeah. as if he wrote these parts for Doug. No way. I mean, it, the, the the lines yeah, are funny. just yeah. his natural style of delivery. It suits the perfect. Really funny. All right, guys. What are your dates? Tug at your heartstrings. Jim- it's done this next Friday, Saturday, and Monday, and then the next Friday. Okay. Oh. Go to the Parliament House website to get tickets. Yes, Quickly it's on funny, the movie funny, Coco, funny. Uh, listeners texting in the Real Mobile 77031 uh, who took their kids uh, ranging from ages five all the way up until nine mm. said they really did understand the movie and they got a lot out of it and, and enjoyed it very much. I know they, they were homeschooled. A- yeah. <laughs> they- <laughs> All right, Montessori. <laughs> I do want to say that uh, your uh, the the gay chorus is uh, on this weekend at uh, Saturday night at seven thirty and Sunday at four thirty at Plaza Live. Oh, it's their so annual Christmas yes. show, Toys for Touch Drive, bringing on wrapped yeah. gift. Okay. All right, Douglas still hamburger Marys. What are you doing? Trivia at hamburger Marys, half price drinks all night, fun, fun, fun for the whole family. All right, thank you guys. Thank you very much. Thank you for a Monday movie review. Thank you. It's not really for the whole family. This has been the Phillips File Monday movie review. Wanzi and Doug. Let's go to check out the news right now. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Indian police arrested a man for having smelly socks. I don't blame them. Some people should be arrested for smelling bad. Next, the Florida woman that was arrested for DUI on her horse would now like to have her horse back. Let her have the horse back but two more strikes and she loses her horse license again. Finally, Over 200 pounds of unclaimed contraband bologna has been seized at U.S.-Mexico border. Poor Oscar Mayer rounded up by the Federalize. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Keep Big Daddy in your pants wherever you go with the free iHeartRadio app.
and transmission. That's right, and we can be right there with them. All you have to do is go to the App Store on your smartphone, type in iHeartRadio, and just tap on the download button. It's quick, it's easy, and it's 100% free. You get to listen to us and all your favorite music anytime, anywhere. Again, check that out. Go to the App Store on your smartphone to download our free iHeartRadio app today. Want to play a game? Call now for Closest to the Pin, 407-916-1041. From... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is Closest to the Pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's absolutely correct. I'm playing against Daniel Owen as the backup pretty good win-loss record for the year i think there's no question about that i think i'll no, try to extend my wins you want to know what it is what i have a, your win-loss record matter of fact this is the last week of uh closest to the pin because i'm off for several weeks because of vacation mm-hmm. and uh so oh, uh, five man. more rounds for the year yeah what's my win-loss record 169.50 ha uh, I will bet money you will not make it to 200 wins. All right, listen. I'll go to the soundproof booth, Mr. <laughs> Pinkman. What is the prize? Today we have for a prize for this game Come Westworld on. Season 1 on Blu-ray. Westworld? Dra- yeah, drama series oh. Westworld is a fascinating odyssey about the dawn of artificial consciousness. Own Westworld, the complete first season on 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now. And uh, yeah, there's some bonus features on there too. Good show. Very cool. Yeah. All right. We have a long, uh, uh, very verbose, what? confusing category, so let's get to it Uh-oh. right away. Jim Here will we hate go. this. Jim's going to hate does. this. Here, uh, it might work. We'll see. Uh, Daniel, how you doing? Ready to play? I was born ready, Jack. You uh, were? You oh, in the outstanding. Shot yeah. <laughs> All right, I Daniel. live in a state of readiness. Happy anniversary, <laughs> baby. Okay. Uh, I will, uh, this is a common bond style anniversary of these events sent by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. Did a lot of work on this one. I'll name multiple events. They all happen in the same year. You guess the anniversary number, okay? So basically you're telling me how many years ago these events happened. I'll give you a set of three events for each of them, okay? Got it. Okay, here we do. Let's, uh, here we do. <laughs> here we do. Here we do. How, how do you do to you? In yep. three do one we're gonna do <laughs> wait this isn't fair this time wait a minute hold on we're gonna oh, yeah, start we're, over daniel we're, we're 15 seconds into his round oh boy okay now here we go Serious. daniel in three two one tiger woods makes his pga debut movies white men can't jump and basic instinct are released la is besieged in riots what anniversary 30 Jimi Hendrix's Are You Experienced is released. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner and The Graduate were the top movies and Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band comes out. 50. Prince rocks Super Bowl 41 halftime. Britney Spears shaves her head. Keeping up with the Kardashian debuts. 25. Buffy the Vampire Slayer premieres on TV. Ellen DeGeneres says, yep, I'm gay. And Jim's favorite movie, Titanic, is released. 20. The Star Wars saga begins. The Chia pet grows on us. And Leonard Skinner's Ronnie Van Zant and Steve Gaines perish in a plane crash. 45. 
Kind. Nice. Good job. Did a good job. All right, Daniel, yeah, put you on hold. Going to record his time. Come on, Pop. Here we do. Here we do do to you. Here we do. I was going to write a category about the UCF Knights and their victory on Saturday because some of the numbers from that game are just amazing. Like 1,400 total combined yards and just some, you know, congratulations UCF quarterback Mackenzie Milton for breaking the school record for passing. But, hey, Jim, welcome back. Thank you. Category. Yes. For you. Submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. Working overtime on this one. You ready to go? What is it? What's the category? It's called Happy Anniversary, Baby. Common Bond 2017 Anniversaries of These Events. I'll name multiple events that happened in the same year. You guess the anniversary number. So you're guessing how many years ago these events happened. What? Do that again? What? I knew Holy you would hate Cal, that. pay attention. I, I, it was I clear. I, I don't understand. I really don't. I read all the words this time. I this know you did, clear. but I don't understand. Did the I'll caller, name... did the contestant say, I don't understand? No, he did a great job. Well, he's a genius. No, <laughs> listen to you. Wah, wah, wah. You're going to miss this game so, one day. All right, come on now. I'll name multiple events that happened in the same year. Same year. You guess the anniversary number. So you're guessing how many years ago it happened. Oh, that was the 50th anniversary or the 100th anniversary. How Got many it? years ago these events took place? Yes. Yes. And all they have the same in common. They're all it's like common bond, Jim. They all happen the same time. They all happened exactly the same many years ago. You tell how many years ago did it happen? Thank you, Mo. You're welcome. Made it very clear. All right. How many years ago these things happened? That's, That's what I said. No, you didn't Not make so it very much. clear. Mm-mm. I just gave you extra words. All right, come on. I'm ready. You ready? Yeah, sure. Ready. Okay. You ready? Reset the clock. We be ready. In three, two, one. Tiger Woods makes his PGA debut. Movies White Men Can't Jump and Basic Instinct are released. L.A. is besieged in riots. Uh, 24 years ago. Jimi Hendrix's Are You Experience is released. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner and The Graduate were the top movies. And Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band comes out. 48. Prince rocks Super Bowl 41 halftime. <sighs> Britney Spears shaves her head. Keeping up with the Kardashians debuts. 18. Buffy the Vampire Slayer premieres on TV. Ellen DeGeneres says, yep, I'm gay. And Jim's favorite movie, Titanic, is released. Uh, 20. The Star Wars saga begins. The Chia Pet grows on us. And Leonard Skinner's Ronnie Van Zant and Steve Gaines perish in a plane crash. That's 36. Wow. Um, what do you think? Oh, I got your what? time, Jim, but we're going to do something new. We're going to add five seconds to your time. No, that's old. Kind of a handicap. And I will have an adjusted time for you. <gasps> Oh, you can add another second. Oh, add six. Make add six. another one. Yeah, make it six. You sure you want to do that, Pop? Oh, what about okay, seven? You're now within. I like a... to live life on the edge. I'll just let you know you're now within half a second of your opponent. Do you want to add any more? I'd like to rescind that. Nah, extra <laughs> sorry, no can. And I'm not telling you what way, what side you're on. All right, okay. Here we go. All right, good luck, Dan. That's great. Here Ready? We go. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks again to Brad. I am not Brad, by the way. Uh, Brad is the official co-producer for all gaming yeah. here on the Phillips File. We appreciate thanks, your Brad. efforts this year, sir. Mm. And let's get on with it. Good job, Brad. Common Bond 2017 Anniversaries. I think he was inspired by the Carol Burnett Anniversary oh, Show. Oh, that recorded. Was it any good? I it's record- always worth it. You know, even though it was... Yeah. It's still good for a Funny laugh. stuff. I recorded it. Did not watch it yet. I did watch his 60 Minutes 50th anniversary special last night. Did I have you see a question. that? Yeah, I did. Are Harvey Corman and, and Tim Conway alive or not? Ten minutes. 
Are Harvey Corman and Tim Conway Tim still married. alive? I think Harvey Corman passed. No, I, Tim I'm not Conway's sure about... still alive. Yeah, Tim Conway's, Tim Conway's alive. alive. Harvey Corman is passed. Right. Points. He was funny. And the they two of them would crack together. each other up. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. We're going to talk like about it. 60 Minutes later? Good. 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 I thought it was... Go ahead, let's score that okay. game. Yeah, let's yeah, do this. Do oh, we got Daniel. It. He's okay. on the line. Okay, so Tiger Woods, he made his PGA debut. White men can jump, basic instinct. Jim, usually pretty good at pinning down movies. And uh, L.A. was dealing with riots. What anniversary is it this year, or how many years ago did that all take place? Daniel said. 30 years ago. Jim. 24. 25, Jim gets the point. Mm. How about that? About points. That. One about point. That. Points. Are you experienced? Guess who's coming to dinner? Uh, the Graduate, all come out, and also one of the greatest albums ever released, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts oh, Club okay. Band. Yeah. What year? How many years ago? Daniel said? 50. <sighs> Jim, That's good. 48. On the money. 50th anniversary. Yeah. I was thinking about it, too. Look out! Uh, Prince rocked Super Bowl <laughs> 41 halftime. In the rain, that was an awesome performance. One of the, uh, one of the best mm. ever. Britney Spears shaves her head. Keeping up with the Kardashians is brought into our yeah. living rooms. Oh, you and should have asked we me that one. We, have, we haven't now. been the same since. Mm. Daniel said, how many years ago? 25 years ago. Ooh, Jim, Jim said 18. Yeah, it's 10 years ago. 10. They're only Jim on will get 10 the years. point. It's tied up. Two games. Two to two. Two all, game. yes. Uh-huh. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Big fan. Yeah. Ellen DeGeneres. She leans into the mic at the airport. It's a damn gay. What? And, oh, yeah, spoiler alert. Keep that. <laughs> That's why I changed my voice every time I said it. <laughs> Can't tell it's me. And Jim's favorite movie, Titanic, is released. Uh, uh, How many years ago? Daniel said. They both said 20. <gasps> On the money. 20. 20. They oh, both oh, get it. So we're going to the final one? It's, it's ti- four to four. Four to four right here. We yeah. end up with this. And the time is so tight. Are you ready to do this? Well, it's not going to be top. Well, well they, I guess they let's, could split it. Yeah, they could. Here we go. Mm. Star Wars. Nah, I've lost. Star Wars. Oh boy. Nah, I'm sorry. What? The Chia Pet. The Chia Pet makes its debut. Yeah. And Leonard Skinner. Nah, Those two off. guys died. Remember? They died in a crash. Yeah. How many years ago for the win? Daniel said. 45. That's a good guess. Jim said. The 36. Yeah. The answer? Somewhere in between. <laughs> 40. By one, it, by one year, Jim is closer oh and Jim God. wins the game. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I can't oh, believe it. Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm the champion. Wow. I'm the <laughs> to that. I will woman. I can't lose. Oh, thank you for playing closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, the real question is, should we continue with closest in, uh, closest to the pin in the year 2018? God bless you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I vote yes. But yes. let me say this about that. Mm-hmm. Want to change some rules? Oh. Um, uh, what did you have in mind? Yeah, did you have any? I'm just, I'm just posing the, the observation. To you know, give maybe... Busted. More of an advantage to the listener. One advantage. Well, they yes, have more advantage. time to study Mo, than what's I his, do. Mo, what's his record, Mo? One seventy to fifty. Don't you think it's lopsided? Harder to win this game mm-hmm. than it's just a rank and file guy off the yeah. street. I think what you have proven with I this could record. Call and defeat me. No, I don't think you could. Nope. So let's record your answers over the phone and then play them against you live in the studio and see who wins. 
<laughs> what? How about? But I call in the morning. You ask me a series of questions. I give you answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then I could study. Yeah, it's work. not. Nope. Damn. Mm-hmm. How about in the case of a tie, the tie goes to the caller. No How about in the case of a tie, scissors, rock, paper, scissors. How will we know what they say? You just shout it out. How do and, we and know they're we, not lying? Well, it does, well they'll it doesn't answer. Matter. They'll answer first, and then whatever Jim is holding up, we'll yeah. know. What? They won't know what Jim is holding up if he does rocks, paper, scissors, right? Right. So the caller can say, they can verbally announce what they are. I see. And if they say rock and Jim is holding up scissors, we know Jim loses. Oh, I'm sorry. What a fantastic game this is. (laughs) It really is. Yeah. Mo's already nervous about Fritz on the street tomorrow. Nah. I'm thinking about taking the day off. Don't get any sleep. Okay, good. Then I can go ahead one. That's all I wanted was go I can't ahead believe. one. No, I didn't. I took the week off and you didn't pass. No, I didn't. I tied. I like tying better. I, I don't I ha- appreciate that. Uh-huh. Well, it'll make it more exciting when That's you right. when you beat me tomorrow when I'm actually here that. in the studio. Okay, fine. Right, let's see what else you guys were up 60 to. 60 minutes. Over the week. Oh, 60 minutes. I didn't like Jim. it. And I tell what? you why. I don't, I, I'm, I'm, the Lara Logan thing? I'm no, Lara Logan. I'm not a big fan of self-congratulatory programs, especially in news, which is... Boy, it comes down to, are we doing a wonderful job? I know you're doing a wonderful job. I watch you every Sunday, or at least try to. But when they do a retrospective and say, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not crazy about that. I think you're 100% wrong on that, and let I me like tell you why. I like to look back. I like to look back. In, a, in the past year, when the profession of, uh, a profession of journalism has been demonized as it has, and when you have uh, uh, shirts uh, that, uh, uh, have to be asked to be removed from stores about uh, killing journalists and where it happens in Mexico. I think it's okay to remind people the importance of the role of a journalist and do a story on a role on the role of a journalist instead of a retrospective. Then do a sixty minutes piece on to educate the public what it takes to be a journalist. People, you know, they they don't especially. You know, newspaper reporters and to some degree network reporters, the processes, the processes or whatever you want to call it, that mm-hmm. they go through to get a story on the air. Brian Ross has been suspended oh, for yes. four weeks by ABC because mm-hmm. essentially, and I, I can't tell you the number of times I saw people, fake news, fake news, fake news. That's not fake news. Fake news is propaganda. Fake news is made up stuff. Brian Ross in reporting he was it, it was a factual error. He didn't vet a source properly or his sources didn't have the right information. That kind of stuff happens on occasion. All you have to do is look at the newspaper and there's a corrections there's a corrections page. It's not an exact science, but people fail to understand the process that it takes to put a story together. And uh, they're too quick to throw out this idea of fake news. If you go to somebody's, what's fake news? Well, tell me what's fake news. The Brian Ross report wasn't fake news. He just didn't pull it out of his ass he didn't and run everybody. on the air. He didn't vet it properly. He didn't do a proper job, a good job, in vetting his sources. I'd rather have 60 Minutes do a story on that than a retrospective about Bob Simon and elephants. Oh, it looked nice him sitting over no, the No, I mean, I understand they do great work. There's no yeah. question about that. I don't think their work is as good as it used to be any more than I think CBS Sunday Morning is as good as it used to be. But, you know, you want to, you want to, you, you know, do a report on the number of journalists worldwide who are, who are, are killed, if you want to call it, in the line of duty or carrying out their responsibilities to get the facts 
you know, to speak to power. That's the role of journalism. Journalism is to find the truth. You know, two and two, the last time I checked, uh, still equals four. And that's what journalism is all about. Yeah. You know, you have a right to uh, you have a right to your own opinion, but you don't have a right to your own facts. It just doesn't work that way. That's the whole thing here. I'm going on a riff now about, about global warming. Next time somebody comes up to you, you hear from somebody else. Oh, it's, just a, it's just a bunch of nonsense and a bunch of crap. Just say, well, do you believe two plus two is four? And they say, of course. Well, do you believe in, uh, in, in gravity? Well, of course. Well, it's all science. So what, why don't you believe this? And this has been reported. And, you know, do a story on, uh, do, you know, here's a great story. Why the, uh, why the media, generally speaking, gives e- sometimes equal uh, coverage to climate change deniers as they do to the overwhelming number of scientists and members of the yeah. scientific community who say this is not, uh, this is not a joke. This is, this is real. So there you go. That's why I didn't like the 60 Minutes Oof. piece. There's still a lot of stuff to cover out there, but it's like, let's take a look back at what a wonderful job we did. You already know you do a wonderful job. You have killer ratings and still do after all these years. Mm. Thank you. No, thank you. Points. Yeah, they ever do a story on how Laura Logan screwed up? Um, oh, they did. They mentioned it in yeah. last night's show. That would be a good. That would be a good story in itself. Well, they mentioned do twenty minutes on how she screwed up. It wasn't 20 minutes, but they said some, uh, we don't always get it right, and they pointed out three times where they uh, they had to correct, and the last one was the Benghazi story. Yeah, how about Mike, the Mike Wallace story with General General Miss War, uh, Westmoreland, how he screwed that one up, got sued for libel and slander. Ooh, I don't think they mentioned that. Yeah, okay, it ha- but it happens, mm-hmm. and there are there's recourse for when uh, journalists screw up. In the case of Brian Ross, perfect case in point, they suspended him. They came along and said, you, you messed up. I'm surprised you didn't get fired. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio is here, so you don't have to hear about the benefits of vision boards. Do you think I got my own show on gas pump television without having a plan? Keep your headphones on. Real Radio 104.1. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Stephen Kramer, attorney at law, is with us. Kramer Law Firm, one firm for life. Hello, counselor. Hello. Stephen always shows up on Mondays at this time. We just jaw about things. Sometimes the law, sometimes the media, movies, stuff like that. See sometimes. Bruno Mars earlier this week. When? Wednesday. I did Live not. At the Apollo. I did Terrific. not. Really? Jim is a big fan. I have. Yeah, I've joined the fan club now. He's talented. He does a, he's a really dance. Talented. He's a very dance talented just like guy. Dances, sings. I mean, he's he got yeah. you know. I and know, he does a good I, stage show too. I know. Term at the Woo. He's got that. He's going to be around for a long oh, time. Yeah. The guy's the guy's an animal. He's super super talented. I started watching a show you recommended. I What's think. What's that? Godless. Oh boy. Which one is that? That's, That's the, the one on Netflix. Daniels. The yeah, Jeff Daniels. I only watched one episode. 
I only watched one episode. I I thought uh, it was chock full of gratuitous violence. I didn't. I thought it was over the top. I watched it because I thought you said to watch it. He did. Ah. Well, to watch it to see what you thought of it, and maybe I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't terribly fond of it. And I like westerns. I like that whole genre. I like the horses. I like the the, the pistols. I like the cowboy. I like that stuff. But uh, and I always like to see whether they know how to ride. Yeah. Can you tell? I can tell. I mean, I would assume if you're going to be in a western and you're going to have to ride a horse, you take hor- you know riding lessons, right? He did. He did. He's okay. he's not bad. He uh you know he he learned how to ride. You can always tell whether guys really not ride by their by their elbows. If they start flapping up like uh, like wings, they never. I mean, they might know how to stay in the saddle, but that doesn't mean that they're good riders. Hmm. Yeah, the last I haven't ridden a horse in a long time. Been a long time. I was up at uh, some stables over the weekend. I just because I hadn't ridden in a couple of years, and I said, and "This is making me too sad because I miss it." Oh, you do, but because of my age, I shouldn't be doing that anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's, it can be a dangerous activity. Yeah, right? they'll kill you if they give what? half the chance. A horse will kill you. Did can you kill you? Did you can uh, roll over on you? Can kick you? Put you into a coma if not kill throw you, you? Bite you? And they hurt when they bite. Really? You. Never had to deal with that. Sometimes they'll get you right in the fleshy part of your arm. Oh, the underside of your bicep. Damn. Wow. Anyway. Huh. Yeah, did you watch uh did you watch White Gold? Did you think about it? White Gold. What's White Gold? This is the show I was talking about that has Jack mm-hmm. it has like the most expensive soundtrack I may have ever heard on like a, a serial TV show. No, I didn't watch White Gold. It's only six episodes. What channel? It's on Netflix. What's that? Oh, What's really? about? I think it was originally like a BBC show, but it's the one I was telling you about. It's about you know these guys that are selling um, vinyl windows in their early eighties. They call it White no. Gold, uh-uh. and Netflix? it's a uh, yeah, it's super tongue in cheek. It's funny. It's uh, got a dry that dry kind of British sense of humor, but it's it's pretty funny. It's got a great soundtrack. I mean, they they have so many songs. All right, okay, okay. They play like a snapshot of a song. All right. But it's it's good. And it's not that long. You don't have to invest a ton of time because there's only like six episodes. Counselor, when you put a song in a show, you say they play a snapshot of a song. Yeah. Is that the same price you would pay to include the whole thing? Or do they base it on the amount of the song you're going to use? So it, it depends. And there, it, what you're talking about is synchronization royalties. You know, mechanical royalties are the royalties that authors, songwriters get, and publishers get when a you know a, a song is sold or a record sold. Synchronization deals with royalties for something that's you know used in a car commercial or a TV commercial or a TV show. And there's a whole schedule for that and the whole process for dealing with that. But the one thing I can tell you is that that so many I've seen so many you know director commentaries or DVD releases where these directors are talking about I really wanted this song here, but we just didn't have the budget. And and this is one of those where when you listen to the long list of songs in these six episodes, it's got to be fifty songs. Started watching Big Little Lives or whatever it is, Little Big Lives. Yeah, saw one episode because you suggested it. See, he sometimes listens to you. I thought it was it was better than I expected because it, it wasn't a, it wasn't bad. It won a lot of awards. It did. It yeah, was, yeah, it's I'm willing to go into a, a second episode. I think, as I recall, the, one of the selling points for you was the naked Nicole Kidman. No, that, that was not the selling point. I okay. just like I just like a good story and good dialogue and good acting. And, and, and uh, there's a lot of that I'm, in that show. I'm not sitting there fast forwarding anything to see anybody. <laughs> na- I've seen enough naked people in my That's life. True. I don't need that. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, everybody's good in it. I think it got characterized kind of like as a chick show, but I thought it was. Yeah, I don't think it was. Yeah, that. exactly. And even if it That's was, I still idea. like it anyway. 
Well, I think it was. I think it was uh, well done. I thought it was edgy. I thought it was okay. Don't give anything away. Well, that doesn't. Give well, yeah, but you, yeah, you're starting to, edgy. You're starting oh, to get in the weeds to... a little bit. Oh, gonna drop spoiler alert! Go. No, okay. I'm not going to drop anything. All right, okay. <laughs> All right, what else is happening? Well, I, I mean, there's uh, that that case. The Supreme Court is going to hear the uh, the bakery case. Oh yeah, the uh, the the cake. Yes, this is the bakery where the you know where the owners religious freedom and uh, he says he's an artist. He doesn't want to make it for two gay guys. Well, right? you can be an artist. Nobody's interfering with your faith. I mean, you're you're also in the right. business world. And you have an obligation, you know, especially if you're the recipient of uh, the benefits of the state to treat everybody equally. If a state has yeah. an equal protection uh, law, you know, covering up sex, race, whatever. I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh this is an interesting one because it's you know basically the position for the this bakery so is So then a merchant would be able to say what ba- uh, you know or a merchant would be able to say based on on their sexual on their not, on their religious belief that they can uh treat customers any way they want. Yeah. That you don't have an obligation as a merchant in the common marketplace to treat everybody equally. That's very scary business. Mm-hmm. That's, you can bake a cake based on you. He says it, it violates his moral compass or his religious uh, leanings. Yeah, it's a bunch of happy hogwash as Uh-oh. far as I'm concerned. I really do. It'll be interesting to see what the Supreme Court does with this one. I mean, the bakery, their their position is they're saying that, you know, it's violating our First Amendment um, rights to free speech and then to that's a practice of religion. And, nah, yeah, that's a bunch of crap. Yeah. You, can go to, you, know, you can go to church every damn day if you want to. You can go into the place of worship every damn day if you want to. You can sit there and pray all you want. You cannot discriminate against people and, and say I have a First Amendment right to discriminate against people. Well, and that's and that's the counter-argument. I, yeah, I will now bet that the Supreme Court will rule in, in favor of the plaintiffs in this case. The, I'm not oh, sure. I mean the defendants, excuse me. The Why gay couple. You think? Yes, I mean this is this, this is not su- that different from because, the Supreme Court that legalized gay marriage. Because the Supreme Court will rule that the state of Colorado has every right to enact an anti-discrimination law, and uh, this person violated that law. Well, the way unfairly, that, the way nobody's that, inter- no one is no one is interfering with his right to worship. No, the Colorado Court of Appeals found that the bakery discriminated. Because of sexual orientation Thank you. and violated the state law, and that the Anti Discrimination Act did not infringe on the bakery's freedom of speech or exercise of religion. Correct. And you the, the, the Colorado this. Supreme Court you open denied the door review. To this, and it opens the door to every damn religious nut job out there to say, "Well, I'm going to treat you this way. I'm going to treat you that way because I have a First Amendment right to do so." And uh, and, on, and, and on and on yeah. it goes. Hogwash. If there the, was a mixed race couple that came in and he said it goes against my exactly. moral compass. That's the same argument. Exactly. Right? The black they, they couple comes said in no. and said, you know, I believe um, based on my religious mm-hmm. upbringing, no matter what the faith might be, that blah, blah, that violates my uh, right. my faith and I don't have to serve you. How far does it go? It goes to restaurants, it goes to public accommodations and hotels. Hey, come on now. Let's let's get real. Well, there are, is, are gay people protected class there? They are under the state. In Colorado, state they law. are? Okay. Because a lot of states Colorado, still don't have that. That's true, but it, this is a Colorado state law. Correct. This is, this is one of those where the, the bakery has lost at every stage of, correct. of review. That is correct. There's been more than 40 friend of the court briefs yeah. put in here, mm-hmm. which isn't, I mean, shocking. It's a Supreme Court case. 
Um, although they've mainly been in support of Dave and Charlie. That's the, the couple. And the Justice Department, yeah. through the Trump administration, coming to the defense of the bakery. Of the course. Baker. Of course. Why would I be surprised at that? Yeah. Well, we shouldn't be. Nope. I think it is very likely that the Supreme Court go ahead, does goes ahead and, and affirms the lower court decision. I will agree with you. All right, so you think that they're going to say this is a case of discrimination, not a case of infringing? Yes, I do. Yeah, I think that's the most likely outcome here. I think somebody's going to say no one is interfering with your right of your right to pray, your right to engage in your religion. Uh, no one is, uh, you know, doing anything by coming into your store to uh, to adversely or negatively affect. Uh, your faith. That's right. Nobody's but, coming into your church. Nobody's coming into your home telling you've got to think a certain like, way. dude, you make a cake, all right? That's it. He says that You've opened your doors. You're in the common marketplace, mm-hmm. and you're a baker, and this is what you do. You cannot discriminate about who you sell baked goods to. He said he would sell them brownies or cookies, but he wouldn't do a custom cake because it's, a, you know, in his mind, it's an art piece that he's creating for someone, and he's not going to create an art piece for, you know, satanic worship. He's not going to create an art piece, meaning this cake, for a gay couple, you know, the two guys who want to get married. This they, is the list of friend of the court briefs for the, the respondents. The Supreme Court will uphold the lower courts and uphold the anti-discrimination law enacted by the state of Colorado. Just an idea Next of... Case. Just an idea of the briefs in support of the couple, yeah. uh, the American Bar Association, First Amendment scholars, the legal scholars in support of equality, corporate law professors, the American Unity Fund, the NAACP, the Lambda Legal Defense. Um, I mean, there is a long, long list. Of course, on the other side. Who's on um, the other side? Like the Liberty University. Richard Lawrence. Yeah, Liberty Council. Those, uh, vote. those guys out of Orlando. Yeah, it's like the Liberty Council and the Faith United family Council. The family and... research, whatever. You know, they always put oh, these family guys. values nonsense. Uh, so, well, there it are... must, be, must be okay because it says family values. The American College of Pediatricians. Says what? Uh, have filed a brief in support of the petition. There's also a number of religious um, organizations. These aren't like private, you know, no, groups. It's these, these are uh, stiff churches and... evangelicals who get, uh, you know, get a boner of this stuff. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> you are listening to the Phillips File on Real Radio. It's Dominic the donkey, jingity-jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. La, 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 Santa's got a little friend, his name is Dominic, the cutest little donkey, you'll never see him kick. When Santa visits his paisans with Dominic, he'll be Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy Hey, jingity-jing, it's Dominic the donkey Jingity-jing, the Italian Christmas donkey La, 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 Jingle bells around his feet and presents on the sled. Hey, look at the maze derby on top of Dominic's head. 
A pair of shoes for Louie and a dress for Josephine. The label on the inside says they're made in Brooklyn. Hey, jingity jing. It's Dominic. One of the best ever. Stephen Kramer is our guest, as he always is on Mondays. Let's talk about impeachment. Sure. Uh, so, because there's, you know, there's maybe an increasing level of uh, talk about impeaching the president, mm-hmm. certainly based on the Mueller investigation of what may happen there if he fires Mueller and all hell breaks loose and this and that. So let's just say for argument's sake, the House of Representatives draws up articles of impeachment, high crimes and misdemeanors. This is a political process. It's not a legal process, meaning that the House of Representatives can determine what it wants as it relates to high crimes and misdemeanors in quotation marks. It could be anything. So they vote for impeachment, send it over to the Senate. The mm-hmm. Senate votes what? To impeach. And if the Senate votes, let's say they do, would vote for impeachment. I don't know if they would, but let's mm-hmm. say they do. What does that mean? All right, the president so is immediately removed from office? There's, there's two parts of it. You know, The okay, articles ahead. of impeachment go through the House. I think it goes through right. the Judiciary Committee. It has to go ahead and pass that committee. Then it goes to the House as a whole. It has to get 50% plus one. If it does, the House will have impeached the president. At that point, then um, that would go in front of the Senate, and then there would be an impeachment trial. We've seen this before. We saw this you know, 20 years ago. And um, in order to convict, um, I think they actually need a two-thirds majority, which I is 67 percent. Yes, that's correct. If the but that doesn't necessarily mean removal from office. Well, hold on. If they do not get 67 percent, then the president has been impeached but not removed. So that would be President Clinton or Andrew Johnson. Those are the only two presidents that have gone through that entire process. If they get two-thirds. That's right. Two-thirds plus one. Two. Uh, 67 percent. Two-thirds okay. majority. <clears throat> so yes, two-thirds plus one. And they then vote to convict. What if, happens to the president? If they do convict, I believe that removes a president from office. That is the sole remedy for impeachment because there's no criminal consequences that come from that. Once the president is removed from office, then arguably the president could be uh, could be prosecuted. But it's a totally separate process. The impeachment only deals with ousting a president from office. I think it's going to happen in this case, not necessarily the talk of impeachment that Mueller and, you know, there's talk of the president pardon himself. Can the president be indicted? Can the president face a charge of an obstruction of justice? On one hand, you hear people say, no, that's that can't happen. Other people say, well, certainly it can. You know, obstruction of justice, I, I you know, read a very good analysis um, for how to evaluate obstruction of justice from Alan Dershowitz. Um you know, Harvard professor, famed attorney, and, uh, you know, and basically, I think obstruction of just, justice is people holding out hope, you know, for a way to take down Donald Trump. But the, the reality is, is that you have to look at these these things from a non-political perspective, because the, the it is our republic is bigger than the current president or any individual president. And if there was any movement for obstruction of justice, it would provoke a constitutional crisis. Um, and the argument is that you know, what so far what we know does not constitute or could not constitute obstruction of justice. You think there would be a constitutional crisis if uh, Robert Mueller says, we believe that the, based on our investigations, the president of the United States has engaged in a conspiracy or has engaged in, in obstruction of justice and the president fires him. You think that would constitute a constitutional crisis? To what extent? Well, I think it depends on the evidence. So where you have a obstruction of justice is where you have witness tampering. You know, that's what happened with with Nixon. You, you when you're interfering and telling people to lie, when you're interfering with witnesses, that constitutes 
an obstruction of justice. Correct. And that right. is pro- probably appropriate for impeachment where you have, um, you know, interference in the political or investigative process. You know, I don't know that that's going to rise to the level of obstruction of justice. So if the president goes to Congress and says, you know, when are you guys going to be done with investigating this? That's that is kind of contemplated under a separation of powers. The president doesn't have any power to tell Congress what to do. And they can just say, you know what? Tough. We're not going to wrap this up. But but the way our public works is that we expect that the president asks things of Congress and asking about an investigation is something that's, that's kind fine. of contemplated. But if he goes to the to the current FBI director and says, look. I want you to curtail this investigation. I want you to go easy on this blah, blah, blah. You go to the attorney general and say, look, I want the Justice Department to uh, slow it. this process yeah. down. Mm-hmm. That's obstruction of justice. You are interfering with an ongoing investigation. See, whether you're promoting, whether you're promoting it or whether you're trying to, come, to bring it to an end, it's still obstruction. Where, now, where, where it winds up being obstruction is you tell uh, the FBI director or, or any agent or any individual to, to conceal evidence, to um, misrepresent, to, to lie. Those acts would constitute obstruction of justice. And, you know, it, it's very possible the independent prosecutor finds that. But simply giving instruction to a member of the executive branch can't be obstruction of justice because that's a constitutionally apportioned duty that's relegated to the president. So I don't think that constitutes a obstruction of justice. If you now, tell Jeff Sessions, if I'm the president of the United States and I told Jeff Sessions, I want you to go to the FBI. The FBI serves on the, in the Justice Department. And as attorney general, I want you to go to the FBI director and I want this investigation curtailed. I want this investigation slowed down. I want this investigation Drop to come it. to a halt. I want it dropped. Is that is that obstruction of justice? No, I don't believe that is because oh, I think it would be. the executive. I mean, the president is the chief executive of the executive branch. Now, if the president goes to the, the attorney FBI general and says, I want you to uh, conceal this evidence. I want you to um, lie. I want you to make uh, statements. I want you to make this disappear um, and, and tries to use tools that would be illegal. That would constitute obstruction of justice. So right now it's impossible to say what's out there. And I, th- I think that if there's an ongoing investigation by the Justice Department and the President of the United States, we find out, told the Attorney General who supervises, really oversees the FBI, I think that would, I think people would rise to the occasion where it would be obstruction of justice. See, I would argue that that would fall under the purview of the President's authority as a chief executive. However, that doesn't mean that the Congress can't take the political action I understand that. of impeachment. They're two separate issues for me. Can the president of the United States be called before a grand jury? I do not. To What happened with Clinton when they gave that deposition? When he lied? That was in a civil case. Was that right? it? Yeah, I think that was in the um, okay. Paula Jones. Yeah, Paula Jones yeah, civil okay. case, I'm pretty sure. That was a count of perjury civil disposition, a deposition. Right, right. okay. Mm-hmm. So and that is wherein lie the constitutional, that, that is where the constitutional crisis potentially uh, erupts is whether the president has the authority to offer direction to terminate to you know take steps within the executive branch or to communicate with Congress. That's that's the debate right there. Um, but I think you know I, I th- think we're really going to know have a better idea of this whole thing later. You know obviously there's an investigation going who's on next? right now and who's next to be indicted or arrested? I don't know. It looks but, like but, they're pointing it. The, the other interesting thing yes. about this is the the president right now, if if the president wanted to, he could pardon Flynn or anybody else that's been charged by the by the independent counsel, special counsel. Yeah, Mueller. but that doesn't that doesn't Isn't negate any charges that can come statewide. 
No, that does not. President of the United States and, does, not, does, and, not have, does not have the power to pardon anybody under state charges. That's so right. If the New York State Attorney General decides to indict Jared Kushner on whatever it might be. The president does not have the power to pardon his And it would be a very bad look politically. Oh, of yes. course. Right? So it would look like you're trying to cover something or hide something. That's probably been the calculus here. All right. Got to let you go. Yeah, Thanks for going by. Hey, absolutely. Right. Thank you. I'll catch up. What's the name of the show? White gold. White gold. All right, I'll check it out. Thank you, Stephen Kramer, Attorney of Law. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. China has launched the world's first all-electric cargo ship and will use it to haul coal. Perhaps it's clean coal, though. Next, villagers in Cork, Ireland claim fumes from a local Viagra factory are leaving men and dogs stiff. When it comes to Cork these days, times are hard. Finally, Science shows that redheads have genetic superpowers. Whatever, they're still soulless nerds. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. Go there to see unnecessarily censored Star Wars at realradio.fm. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From... You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1. Lacey thinks the wife is missing, didn't ask for her permission. I'm wearing her clothes, her silk pantyhose, walking round in women's underwear. In the store, there's a teddy with little straps, like spaghetti. It holds me so tight, like handcuffs at night, walking round in women's underwear. In the office, there's a guy named Melvin. He pretends that I am Murphy Brown. He'll say, are you ready? We'll say, whoa, man. Let's wait until the wife is out of town. Oh, yeah. Later on, if you wanna, we can dress like Madonna. Put on some high shade and join the parade. Walking around in women's underwear. What? favorites on the uh, Phillips file. one 888 Got a couple of minutes to kill before PPT, person, place, or thing. Jack went on a sea cruise. Mm-hmm. And he won nice. stuff. I want to know what he won. Well, at the same time where you were uh, kicking my butt in Fritz on the street, oh, I was nope. in the schooner lounge oh, yeah. playing trivia with uh, you know, a, a group of people. Can I ask a question? Tons of other people. Do you ever see the water? Did you ever just 
Do you ever stand by the rail and just watch the ocean go by? That's all. Yes, there's so much to do. And part of it, and there's so much, there's so many times where there's nothing to do. So restful. Yeah, it's nice. Like on deck seven, you can walk, it's the deck that goes around the whole ship. You can do that. Or then you have the sun decks with the pool and everything at the very top. Mm. So you go up there. On 11. Yeah. Yeah, 11 and 12. Monos. Monos. But in the schooner lounge next to the casino. Oh, the schooner lounge, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, schooner, schooner. Yeah, next to the claimed casino. They do trivia right. several schooner. times a day, and it was uh, a, a, a trivia team of my wife and I, and it was 50s and 60s music. The kick ass. We crushed it, won the Royal Caribbean pen. It's a major award. Nice, Ooh. a major award. Nice. And then another time yeah. uh, with a friend from Brazil, uh, my wife and I, we did it, general knowledge trivia. We crushed it. Won a Royal Caribbean keychain. Nice keychain. There you go. And then my <laughs> wife got us roped into being in the Love and Marriage game show. So oh we were on God. stage with two other couples, and they played it on the closed circuit TV for the entire journey. And I have a DVD at home. Oh <laughs> Did you win that? I didn't notice he said crushed it, so I you didn't crush it, huh? Pingman watched The Punisher on Netflix. What is that? It's a show based off the Punisher comic books. Oh, okay. Starring John So Barenthal. what is that? Uh... It's uh what twelve episodes? No, thirteen episodes long, and it's it picks up where season two of the Daredevil show left off with the Punisher storyline. Oh, it's all superhero stuff. Is it animated? No, it's it's live action. It's John Barenthal. He played Shane in the early seasons of The Walking Dead. Walking Dead. He was also in uh, the uh, Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Yeah. You should check it out. Mm, okay, I gotta watch this White Gold. I mean, you don't Texas have tea. to. No, I mean, I'll, ch- I'll check it out. I, I just didn't gold. know it existed. Black gold? What about black gold? No, Jack Texas is saying tea. white gold. Oh, yeah, is exactly. So much, so Doesn't Bruno Mars say that in the in the, the song, something, something, white gold? And that, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> white gold is in that. Oh, they played that every day every. before the main show on the cruise ship. They played that damn song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, part of the act at the Apollo. Man, he's amazing. He is. He is really amazing. Every time you watch him live, you're just like, hey, wow, he's, some humans. He's yeah. got something. <laughs> I want to be him. I'd like to be taller, but... Uh, he's a little bit of a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's about five feet. No, he's not five, five feet. Two. It's about five two, five yeah. four, That's maybe. That's what Prince was. He managed to do a, have a nice career. Yeah. On heels. Yeah. You, don't, you don't need to be tall to be cool. True. Kids. It helps. <laughs> oh. Maybe. Hey, speaking Helps of kids, yeah. uh, Jim, we're getting close. This Friday is going to be the annual uh, News Junkie bike drive. Okay. And where we're uh, getting people warmed up to the idea of preparing to purchase a bike so they can bring it. Uh, Mr. Pinkman has the details. That's right. This Friday at Ace Cafe Orlando from 11 a.m. till 3 p.m. Uh, you can drop off a new bike and help us collect 104 bikes okay. for deserving kids in our community. Where is that? Uh, Ace Cafe. It's downtown uh-huh. off Livingston, I believe. Right by the link. By lot. the bus station, right? By yeah, the bus it is st- by the bus station. In Garland. Yeah. Livingston and Garland by the bu- link station. Okay. Also, you can drop it off at Nation's Trucks up in Sanford and they'll deliver the bikes. Correct, Amundo. You can find all the info on that realradio.fm keyword bike. Now, Very good. Excellent. That's always a good drive. They're setting it for 104 and they usually blow through that number uh, right. with a uh, big props to Moses DeWitt and the DeWitt Law Firm. Because I believe the first hour he's matching every bike donated. Ooh, jeez. Yeah, how about that? So generous. And uh, but they they already have one 
because I brought it in today. Oh, but bike it, for a bike. I mean, it's not that, like if somebody brings in a Cannondale 5000. Right. No, no, no. A bike. Number of bikes. Okay. Yeah. But I brought in a bike, but I, I ordered it through Amazon. Yeah. And so it came in a box. So I brought it in and I brought in the tools it said it required. And I gave it to the news junkie to make C Lane put it together. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, well, a couple God. years ago, I remember. It's going to go backwards. <laughs> Pinkman. I brought a bike in that Pinkman had to put together. Wait, is it gonna? As soon as it, oh, kid, yeah. it sits on, it's gonna. There's liability is, there. Well, time out. Sea Lane's no idiot. Is he handy? <laughs> he doesn't impress me as being handy. What a deafening silence. Uh, okay. <laughs> he impresses me as being a idiot, talent on the radio handy? and a great musician, but he doesn't impress me as being someone who's good with a wrench. Does he know his way around a toolbox? Let's uh, let's see the bike no. that he puts together. The handlebar is going to be backwards. The seat's going to be upside down. Yeah, flat tire. Get a wedgie when you ride it. Come on. See, I made Pinkman do it two years ago. Last year I did it, and I'm like, this year I'm going to have C Lane do it. <laughs> and I, I texted Shaw and I said, "How about a bit where you make C Lane put a bike together on the air?" He said, "Great idea. Bring it in." That'd be like a week long show. <laughs> no, I just can't figure it out. Anyway, their bike drive is this Friday, so get your bikes. You know, If you're going to order them online, you want to do so quick. If you have Amazon Prime, it gives you 48 hours of shipping. If you're going to go to the store and get it, yeah, please take fine. care of it early this week and be prepared to drop it off at Ace Cafe or Nation's Trucks this Friday. All right, let's get PPT underway. Person, place, or thing. I think we have a pretty nice prize, don't we, Mr. Pinkman? Oh, yeah, we have a pair of tickets to the Auto Nation Cure Bowl at Camping World Stadium Sweet. December 16th. Uh, multi-platinum recording artist Andy Grammer will be headlining a pre-game tailgate and concert at Tinkerfield. Uh, concert admission is included with that game ticket. You can go to realradio.fm keyword cure for more info. By the way, Jim, that's going to feature Western Kentucky versus Georgia State. All right, there we go. All right, Patty, you're first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. Let's do a person. All right, let's do a person. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, Brad. Clue number one, who is this person? This person, a distant relative of William Penn, the founder of Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. is very much alive. I'll give you a clue. That's it? Yeah. It's a it's a her, oh. not a him. That's the clue? There's a big clue? <laughs> that's, that's, all right, I'll give you another clue. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, it's an American. Okay, there we go. An American female. Uh-huh. Come on, Patty. I give you three clues now. Come on. You can okay. do it. Is she in politics? Can you ah, come on. Oh, All right. Come on, Patty. No, she's not in politics. Oh, okay. Wow. It's Moira, isn't it? No, it's not Moira. <laughs> yes. When you hear the other clues, you'll quickly come to the determination. It's not, it's not Mo. No, it's not Mo. Okay. I think it's... Um, uh, American female. Huh? American female. Distant relative of William Penn. Mm. Okay, it's uh, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren. That's your final answer? No, it's not Elizabeth Warren. No politics. Bye, Patty. Bye, Patty. We love Patty. Yeah, she's a smart. She's always trying. She is smart. Jessica, clue number two. Jessica, listen up now. Once described as a gawky kid with glasses and frizzy hair, this this Jerseyite liked to ham it up in family home movies. Oh. Ham it up. Jessica. Um... Hello. A woman yeah, from New Jersey. She's a distant relative of William uh, Penn. Very Andrew much a lot. Okay. That's your final answer? Yeah. No. Getting closer to home, oh, if you know man. what I mean. Mm-hmm. All right, Joe, clue number three. 
She was awarded the American Film Institute's Life Achievement Award and the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Joe. Hello. Hello, Joe. Joe. Goodbye, Joe. Sorry. Oh, rats. Uh, I'll give that to Justin. I'll give you you two clues, Justin. Justin. She was awarded the American Film Institute's Lifetime uh, Life Achievement Award yeah. and the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Your clue. She had to cross many bridges to make an impossible choice, eventually settling on oh. Prada. Oh, come on. Now uh, you know who it is, right? Uh, kind of younger, so. No, um, you should know this. Yeah, should, everybody should know this. She had to cross many bridges to make an impossible choice, eventually settling on Prada. Uh. Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. All right. That's your final answer. Sorry, not Barbara Streisand. Here we go to uh, Marcus. Last clue, Marcus. Mamma Mia. How many times do I have to say she was nominated for an Academy Award? Okay. Try 20. Oh, my. Come on. I know exactly what it is, but I can't remember. What? I know exactly who it is. I just can't remember the name. Uh, Oh, come on. I'll give you the. You can do it, Marcus. Come on. Uh, I got a couple of minutes. Come on. Just work it out, Marcus. Come on. Work it out, baby. Work Uh, it out. What if I gave you the movies? Would you be able to tell me? No, I know who it is. It's the one. The one that's the the mom of the lady that's getting married in Mamma Mia. I know that. Yes, yes, yes. Who's the mom? Yep. Yeah. Silkwood. Remember Silkwood? What do you call a pedophile who gets his wiener chopped off? A sterile creep. Oh, what are you oh, doing? Oh, yeah, Meryl Streep. What are you doing? What did you just hand it to him? That's your final answer? Jeez. Come. Yeah, that's my final answer. Yeah, well, weak. That was pretty yeah, good. Baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, Man, I could not tell where you were going with that. Yeah, yeah no like, oh, my goodness gracious. Like, uh, He's good to be back. I oh, miss you guys. Well, we don't know about that. Oh, come on! Jeez. <laughs> yeah, Mamma Mia. Ever see that? I've never seen that movie. Oh, you would. I saw it. Nah, I don't know if you would like it. I think I, 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 think I did. Would. Jana loved it. Loved, loved it. it. It reminded awesome. me because on one of the trivia games I didn't win was about Broadway shows and that and and musicals. I wasn't on your team. And musicals. Mom wants to know: Can you bake brownies on Monday and freeze them for a party on Saturday? Will they lose anything in flavor? With baked goods, I don't know. They freeze no. stuff all the time at like absolutely. Um, why don't you just uh, every bakery freezes? Why don't you just make the batter and then right before you go to well, that a party. Why? Mix it up now, Monday night, and leave the batter in the fridge for mm-hmm. five days? Yeah. You're Something gonna, about that seems like that's going to turn. You put it, well, maybe. But if you bake it and put it in the fridge, all the moisture is going to be drawn no, no, out no. of that. I would, you know, once it cooled off, I would cut it into small squares. Put it in a Tupperware? Yeah. Yeah, okay, maybe. I don't know. We're having well, an argument in my house about it. No, I don't know. Oh, okay. He does. He, you want to make them. Yeah, I do. He doesn't want to make them. Correct. Well, I'm making them, but he says, "Oh no, they're gonna get yucko." Okay. Oh. What does he know? He throws out canned food. <laughs> what? But he was okay making. Pigs I better in, eat them. Pigs in a blanket. He was okay making those early and freezing those. Yeah, and they were pretty damn good. Oh yeah, they're good. Thanks a lot for making more. Oh boy. Well, anyway, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know about the brownie thing. I just don't know about baked goods. Sounds good though, brownies with the oh, oh, yeah. ice cream on top of it. Mm-hmm. No more. I gotta stop. I oh, want a cruise. Oh, you actually do have to stop. All desserts, all the time, all the food you want, and the never-ending twenty-four hour soft serve ice cream machine. Mm-hmm. But I woke up 
and I think it was this morning, some in the middle of the night last night. Weighed yourself? No, no. I oh, I did that before <laughs> I went to bed, and I, my, I set a new record. And I you over two hundred. One word, one word came into my head. Uh-huh. Diabetes. 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 Yeah, I think I gotta stop. Well, you know what I remember thinking. I need some self control. Well, you're not pre-diabetic, are you? I don't know. What does that mean? You're just getting heavier. What are you weighing now? Two hundred two. Isn't everyone pre-diabetic? Yeah, no, you haven't that. answered. Are you over two hundred? I don't want to talk about also it necessarily. Oh, yes. now he's folding his arms like it's before, something. Before the day before <laughs> the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I weighed myself. I was one ninety nine point nine. Oh God! You do the math. Oh, it's probably, I would say you gained six pounds. <laughs> I had Thanksgiving. Two oh six. Thanksgiving and really? a cruise. Wow. Oh God! No, yeah. maybe two oh eight. I forgot about You're Thanksgiving. Not he's got, let not, me let me not, let me tell you one thing. Showing his face now on a cruise, on a cruise, I I averaged about ten thousand steps a day, mm-hmm. just walking around that boat. Yeah, but you probably averaged ten thousand calories a day. Easy, fella. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all serve ice cream, man. You, Every time you walk get by, you get a little bit of a, of a bowl. A, at mm-hmm. least you get one. A bowl or a cone. A cone. You get a cone too? Oh, just a cone. They Not only had the cone. cones there, but they had the vanilla strawberry one and vanilla chocolate. Then you get Ooh. the swirl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have any of that chocolate wax you can dip it in? No. no. Oh, that's good stuff. That is good stuff, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There's like always, a tasty freeze yeah. cone. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. So two ten. Two ten? You're not two ten. Two oh eight. Are you? Why don't you guys bet? And whoever comes closest will win. How will we know if you're going to be right? I'll say two oh seven. Ooh. Oh. Two oh eight. Maybe he lost weight. No, he, yeah, didn't, no, no, he didn't lose weight. Doubt did it. I can see weight? his belly. Hey, oh my god. It's not did as you, big as yours. Did, did oh, you gain weight? I'm taller. Okay. Am I I'm more than when I left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving and a week of a cruise or yes. a long yes. weekend, whatever. Correct, Mo. Yeah. You think that much weight in that much, that amount of time? At least five. I'll I'll go low, then I'll say two oh six. Oh, two oh two. Not, not oh, bad. I win. Yeah. That's that's Actually, I was 201.9 before I went to the bathroom this morning. Well, All you right, drop that. I mean, just, uh, you know, cut out the salt a little bit. I was thinking sugar. I, I, sugar's bad. Yeah, stop I drink a lot that. of water, too. Sugar is bad for you. Mm. See how long it takes to get that letter. Diabetes. Ugh. The Fon Jewel Brothers? <laughs> no, nah, it was well, like from the American Sugar Association. Oh, yeah. A big fancy letterhead and everything. Yeah, stop talking about it. Yeah, I was like... Uh-huh. Let's make this very clear. And it's like, geez, I'm what's one step away from a subpoena here. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Stop it saying those for a things. long time. It worked. Well, it was just. Then we were like putting sugar on everything. You know, we had tacos in there, put sugar on it. I mean, it was like, okay, mm, fine. We so love sugar. I, I ingest far too much sugar. Uh-huh. I'm the first one to. Oh, wait, it. you threw out your chocolate in the freezer. What chocolate in the freezer? Oh, the Hershey's Kisses? I did. Yeah, I've been doing a pretty good job. So, what do you do in the middle of the night when you want a little snick snack? Nothing. No more snick snack. No more snick snack. Who wants to live like that? No more snick snack. I know, but you got to live like that if mm. you want to, you know, get under two hundred. Just drop a little or bit. Or make yeah. your snick snack. Patty you know, <laughs> give red, a dog a bone. <laughs> like red seedless grapes or an orange or something. Apple slices. You yeah, know, you I, just make better choices. Well, now I make those choices too. Good for you. I had that last night. I'm proud of you. That doesn't mean I didn't want chocolate. You might, but you know that'll fade. So I got down to one ninety nine. I actually broke two hundred. I said, this is good. And back to 201. But see, then you congratulate yourself and reward yourself. We weigh the same? Yeah, 201. Uh, Who's taller? Jack's taller. By about like seven inches. But I have a different shape. I'm more V-shaped than he is. Is that right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm an A-frame. I see. Wow. I might be whiter 
you know, like this way, but yeah, he sideways. might be oh, he's this wider. Way. <laughs> oh, belly size? Yeah. I see. Doesn't matter. Well, tomorrow we'll compare and contrast. I yeah. don't think so. <laughs> we're out of here. Tom and Dan take over next. We'll file back tomorrow at 3. Right after uh, Shawnee's the news junkie with Sabrina and C-Lane. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tonight, eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. Do you need a little help this Christmas season? Go ahead, put your Christmas wish out into the universe. Visit monsters.fm keyword wish and let us know what help you need. Your Christmas wish will be on our website for people to read and it might get granted by another monster fan. If you're looking to grant